You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Today is Thursday, December 14th, 2023, coming up on Roller Martin Unfiltered, streaming live on the Black Star Network. A welfare check for a California veteran ended up with him in handcuffs. Now he is suing the LAPD for wrongful arrest. We have the body cam footage and his attorney will join us. A Georgia family finds relief when a jury convicts a white woman um, uh, for not minding her own business. In fact, she actually shot and killed a black man who was involved in a hit-run accident. She chased him down and murdered him in 2019. A New York jury is deciding the fate of Jonathan Majors. It is now in their hands. Plus, in Georgia, uh, a jury will be determining how much money Rudy Giuliani should pay for defaming two black women. He was supposed to testify. The attorneys kept saying, oh, he can't wait to take the stand. And he never did. And also, a former campaign advisor for Bernie Sanders and fundraiser for President Joe Biden now says the Republican Party is the party for the working man 
and he will do all he can to elect Republicans. Really? Can't wait to have that conversation. It's time to bring the funk. I'm Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Let's go. California veteran is suing the LAPD uh, and the city of Los Angeles for false arrest after the cops uh, showed up at his home to conduct a wellness check. Check first. Of all, Slade Douglas says that officers Jeremy Wheeler and Jeffrey uh, Yabana got mad. He asked them to leave and then called 911 in the presence, so they arrested him. Hmm. This is the body camera footage here uh, of the incident. Talk to you for a minute? Yeah. Okay. Is there anyone else in the house? No, that's me. Okay. So, I'm just gonna make sure. No, please, no, 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 no. Hold on, I asked you no, so I'm, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave, because this is my house. Okay. Number one, and you just can't walk around. Let me ask you just a couple questions. Okay. Well, you do understand if you just walk in my place and you just automatically start walking around, and I know y'all wear body cams as well. Excellent enforcement too. If you just come in my place like that and you just start walking around, you have to have my permission to do that. So I don't appreciate that. You can't violate my rights because you got to call to help me. So you're not, you're not helping me if you just come in and you automatically start violating. Well, sir, it was more for like officer safety. No, it's not officer safety because I I didn't even have to let you in. Right. So don't don't say right because it's about my safety because you're in my domain and if you're here to help me, you can't say well my safety because I have no weapons. We don't, we, don't, we don't know that. You do know that because I'm asking you to leave. Please leave. Okay. I'm asking you so to leave. you don't feel like hurting yourself? I'm asking you to leave. You don't please, feel like hurting yourself? I'm asking you to leave my residence. Well, if you answer this question, then we'll be I'm, ask, I'm asking you to leave my residence. I'm about to put you in handcuffs, sir. If right. you do that, that's your choice. Okay, turn around. Put your hands Why would you put me in handcuffs? What's turn around, right? put your hands around your back. What have I done? 
You're going to listen to what I said. You're going to put down the phone. You're calling 911, and I'm standing right here. But what have I done? Put down the damn phone. Why are you cursing at me? Why are you using profanity at me? behind your back. Why are you using... Because you know what? You're calling 911. We're standing right in front of you. But I'm asking you to leave my residency. I'm not leaving your place now. Turn around. You said you came here to help me. I'm not doing that now. All right, sir. Put your hands behind your back. You're calling 911 right in front of us. Because I asked you to leave my residency. We can't leave until we determined. You know this. Exactly what I'm talking about. No, if I did you were not. law enforcement, you would understand. Okay. And this is why African Americans have issues with law Don't enforcement. Don't start that. Well. Don't start that. That's a bunch. I of asked you to leave, and you use profanity at someone. That's okay. I could use that. Oh, really? For want. someone yeah. who you concerned about yes. doing something to themselves? Hey, you know what? When you're not listening to commands, what did you do? That wasn't a command. Right. A command for me to ask you to leave my residency? You, you don't command us to do anything. I can ask you to leave if you're not supposed... Why are you here? You were here to help me. And we I are here because somebody wanted us to check and on I, you. And I told you I was fine. And then you started exacerbating my condition. You need, Why are you putting your hand up like for me not to speak? You can't help a person if you don't want to listen to what they are saying. If I ask you to leave because you're exacerbating my disability, which clearly you're aware I'm a person with a disability because you already observed, number one, you see a sign right here. They're saying that. Number two. How do I know what that is? Yeah. What is that? Oh, well, how do you, what do, what do you How mean? do you know I don't have one? You could, but guess what? If you had one and you came in my residency and I so, came. So you're, hold on you're one the second. victim you, here, right? You're the victim here, right? Well, you guys are, vict are victimizing me. And now I'm in cuffs. Well, you're in cuffs now because of the way you're acting. Why? I asked well, you not to search my place. Don't, don't Why are you grabbing me? I'm not doing anything. Well, because I'm just he said to stay right here. But I asked you not to look around in my place. Okay, that's a violation. Hey, what are you doing? Stand right there. I can move. No, you cannot. Why not? Because you are in our custody right now. You are being okay. detained. Okay. okay. I'm being okay. You know what? You can you can call up whoever you talk to and tell them. Explain to them. Sir, would you please not step on my rug, please? That's a very expensive rug. Who says I want to step on your rug? You may. Why are you acting like this? Your shoes? See, this? yes, they are. Okay, good. You can put them on. You have ID with you? Uh, I do, but I need to get it. I can't get it. Um, it Where's your ID? Would you please remove your hands off of me? No, I'm not. I'm not resisting. Where's your hands? I don't get it. And I recommend you don't resist. So put your shoes. Why would I resist so you y'all can whip my ass? Where's your ID? Where's your ID? You? You know what? We came here because you called for help. I, I didn't. Call I didn't call you. I didn't call you. Who did you call? I did not call. Who did you call? I didn't call you. Who do you think they're gonna call? I don't know. Obviously, I wouldn't want them to call you all. Well, they did. Okay. Okay. Well, and well, now well. you're you're in our custody mm -hmm. because you're under a mental evaluation. <laughs> That's okay. funny. Okay. I'm glad, and the body cams are working too. Right? Absolutely. Okay. Good. Absolutely. Where's your ID? Do you want your ID? I can't get it because then I'm not going to allow you to go through my things. Okay. Here. Okay. So you don't own any weapons. I already showed you that I had no weapons, I don't and know I told that. you that. I don't know that. Okay, you don't know anything. Because I could go looking for anywhere that you might have a weapon if you're going on a 5150 hold. I shouldn't be on a 5150 hold. Why don't you that's, a, that's an abuse of authority to put someone on a 5150 hold who has shown no signs of harming themselves. Are these are keys to your apartment, sir. They are the keys to your apartment.
I'm being unlawfully detained. Did you do that for me? Aaron. The Lisa, the, the manager here. Could you let him know? Could you let him know? Aaron. Go tell Donna for me. Will you go tell Donna for me? John, go, go tell Aaron that I'm being unlawfully detained. Aaron. Yes, for no reason. For no reason whatsoever. You called us. I did not call you. Oh, I called you, so you. Why are you using the arm bar on me? I'm turning around. What are you. Oh, I got to face this way now? Why is that? Look at where you're acting. What you, how, what you mean, how am I acting? I hope this is going to be worth it to you. I hope this is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Douglas's attorney, Peter Carr. Okay, Peter, who called the who called the cops? It was the Veterans Administration. Uh, a representative from the Veterans Administration called the police. Uh, okay, and uh, they called for what reason? Um, 
Well, uh, Mr. Douglas was making a uh, discrimination uh, complaint with the Veterans Administration. Uh, the representative uh, got upset and uh, called the police and uh, made a false uh, claim for uh, suicide, that he was claiming suicide. Okay, so then the cops arrive, they ask him a series of questions. Uh, as we saw in the body cam footage, he says, I'm fine. Uh, and then when they start walking around, he goes, I asked you to leave. Um, what, what rights do they have to continue to question him after he says, I'm fine, you can leave? Uh, they don't. Um, and that's one of the main reasons why uh, Mr. Douglas filed this lawsuit. Um, they were well, uh, they were they were violating his rights when he asked them to leave and they um, refused to leave. And again, he initially he initially said they could come in, but when right. but when one of the officers decides to start walking around, he was like, "What are you doing? I don't want you walking around my apartment." Oh, they go for safety, and he was kind of like, "You know what? I asked you to leave." Then it was very clear watching the video. Watching the video, the cops escalated the situation. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Uh, you go, know, ahead, go ahead. You know, they just they they use improper policing practices, uh, escalating the situation that didn't, um, not properly evaluating the situation. Uh, when they arrived, they were there to do a welfare check, and they were to make a determination whether or not he was a danger to himself or to others. And it's clear from the video that, you know, uh, he's not a danger to himself, and he's not a danger uh, to anyone else. He's, 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 not, uh, he's coherent. He's uh, calm, uh, very respectful, and very knowledgeable of his rights. And that seemed to anger the officers uh, when they couldn't do whatever they wanted to do. And... Uh, and, and when he challenged their authority is when, you know, obviously, or not challenged, but questioned their authority, that's when, um, you know, things got, things escalated and, you know, they further violated his rights. Yeah, I'm watching the video and I'm sitting there going cha-ching, 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 uh, because you can hear them, they escalate, they're the ones who, uh, then all of a sudden they're saying, oh, we're going to put you on a 5150, we could detain you, uh, then they start cursing, uh, and it was just... And what's crazy to me is if I get a call and I'm going, I'm arriving there, I'm a cop, and I know that there's somebody with a disability who's unstable, why am I going to escalate something further? Right. Uh, absolutely. That's, that's, that's not how they're trained or should be trained is the problem. Uh, well, uh, I think this is a perfect example of where uh, if I'm Mayor Karen Bass, I'm going... Damn, here we go again. Now we got to cut a check because we got two stupid cops in terms of how they behaved. Definitely. And, you know, and part of the issue is, you know, um, by placing him on the hold, they, um, they were allowed to um, take him to the hospital and where he had some tests that were administered. They, you know, they withdrew his blood without his consent and subjected him to a catheter against his consent. And, um, and that's really what, you know, the, the problematic thing is, you know, it's not just this violation, not yep. just parading him through the hallway in front of his uh, his his neighbors and, and other people, he's strangers, he doesn't even know. It's also taking him to a place where they know that his, his rights would be even further violated against his will. Uh, indeed, indeed. All right, then, uh, we certainly appreciate you joining us. Uh, Peter Carr, thanks a lot. Thank you, sir.
my panel, I'm Dr. Greg Carr, Department of African American Studies, Howard University, Lauren Victoria Burke, uh, Black Press USA. Uh, Greg, this is stupid. I mean, this is, I mean, again, we use the example all the time, cops that escalate situations. That's exactly what they did here. It did not have to rise to putting the guy in handcuffs and taking him away because they didn't like the fact that he told them, please leave. Well, yeah, Roland, ideally, sure, it didn't have to do that. But that's not the society we live in. We're in a society where a man is in four different federal courtrooms is running for president of the United States and will probably be the Republican nominee. We're in a society where uh, the White Nationalist Party and the federal legislature has indicted uh, or, or, or tried to bring somebody up to impeach them with no evidence. So we're in a society where a cop can walk in somebody's house and say, you're going to listen to commands and you don't command us to do anything. These are hunters. So, you know, when, when this white boy says, you're going to listen to me, put your hands behind your back. And he says, and then arrest him for the crime of simply being human and saying, no, I refuse to do what you say because you are in my house. It is stupid in a world where we're thinking rationally, but that's not the world we live in. It's never been the world in the United States. But now, with this rule of law out of hand, when they start talking about uh, you're in our custody, you're being detained, false arrest— Law enforcement, finally, those, that's the two words right there, law enforcement. There is no rule of law in this country when the police can just come in and do where the hell they want. They don't mind cutting the check. It's going to come out of the taxpayer's pocket. But these two boys need to be stripped of any ability to be in law enforcement ever again. And that should be the standard by which we work. We work. Well, it's crazy. Again, Laura, this is just one of those things where here are actions by cops. That's going to cost the city some money. Yeah, it's going to cost them some money. I don't know that it's going to cost them $10 million. I think I saw the number $10 million at the bottom of the screen. Um, you know, one of the problems here is that he does initially allow them and, and grant them permission to enter his residence. Uh, the other problem is not knowing what exactly this person at Veterans Affairs told the police, which could be any of a number of dumb, dumb things uh, that could have made the police believe that there was something going on that might have been dangerous. They did have probable cause because of that call. Uh, of course, we've seen, like, the John Crawford case and the Tamir Rice case. We've seen these incidents where somebody has called the police and it has led to somebody getting killed for absolutely no reason. Uh, but there's some, there's some, you know, officers, of course, as we know, have a great deal of discretion in these situations. And uh, the gentleman was a bit of an argumentative nudge, quite frankly, in that in that front part of the conversation. I, though I completely agree with what Greg is saying about this idea that you know you don't tell us what to do and you don't get to dictate. I just think this guy is standing in his residence and you've got somebody who's supposed to be a protect and serve servant telling you that you don't get to tell us what to do. That that posture is fairly ridiculous. But there was something about his personality. I, I can't, if I'm honest, that kind of made me feel like uh, the accelerating of the conversation, the argumentative nature of the conversation, and again, not knowing what these people at Veterans Affairs told the cops, all probably contributed to this. I doubt he would get $10 million in damages, but he sure as hell should get something. Uh, so it, it's a, you know, interesting situation. I, I found it very interesting, too, this idea, you know, don't start with that when he starts saying, talking about the truth, it's amazing how, what happens when you start telling the truth about this country, about the history of this country when it comes to law enforcement and black males in particular. 
right? And so he starts to tell that truth, and one of the cops tells him to shut up. That's another big tell. So we'll see what happens with regard to the civil lawsuit. Yeah, I, I just think that, again, frankly, um, it doesn't matter if the guy's agitated. Yes, he did invite them in. But after, you, after the guy said, I'm fine, and then when they start walking around, he goes, look, I, I don't... I, I don't want you doing certain things uh, in my house. Cops, actually, they don't have the uh, unlimited rights to do whatever they want. Uh, now, me personally, I would have never invited them in. I would have made them stand at the door. Uh, I've been in that situation while I was in college. Uh, there was an incident uh, that, that, that took place, and, and the cops wanted to enter my dorm room. I knew it was private property. I said, no, you cannot come in. Uh, and, uh, and so they had to stand, out, stand outside of that door. And that's the whole thing. You know, when you talk about these know-your-rights uh, workshops that happen around the country, I, what pisses a lot of cops off is when black people know their rights. And then when no, you're one right. of those black people who know their rights, they get you, mad when you know your rights. You're correct. The big question mark we don't know is, did the person at Vets Affairs tell them something that would have indicated a weapon, danger. Because when you hear no, suicide... Keep in, mind, keep in mind, Veteran Affairs called 911. Right. So the question so, is, what was relayed to them? And we know a lot of times you don't get at information relayed. They simply called and said, we got a call for a wellness check. Right. So one of the most prevalent forms of suicide, as you know, is, of course, guns. I got you. Right. So I, I think part of not knowing what they were told... I'm not saying not to excuse some of the idiocy that we saw, but I'm saying that part of their probable cause is, is hearing something that might indicate a situation right. that might be dangerous. So you, you just don't know. You but, don't but, know but, but here's they... the deal, though. If that was the case, they would have mm -hmm. said... This is all I heard in the, in the video, mm -hmm. that we got a call for a wellness check. They didn't say, we got a call, saying that you might potentially hurt yourself, things along those lines. When they then went down, do you have any weapons? He said... I don't have any weapons. And again, I, st I, I still fundamentally believe that if you're a cop and you see a person begin to get agitated, to me, that's one of those things. God says, please, do not walk around my apartment. That's when you say, sir, I understand. Now, I have a series of questions for you. Can I now ask those questions? I just believe the job of police officers is to de-escalate. In that video, they escalated. And then it kept going up to the point, oh, you're handcuffs, you're under arrest, then they start yelling, then he starts yelling, and so now we're in way past 10, we're now on 12 and 15. I just think that cops have got to learn how to bring it down. If a person is on an eight, bring it down to a four, you don't take it to a 10, and then now they're going to take, uh, take it higher as well. But a lot of times, these cops know if they have the law uh, with them, and they can frankly do whatever they want, I go back to Sandra Bland. That's all that that's was, right. a cop that escalated a situation. And so uh, that's just, that's just, it's just nonsense. But, but, Roland, but something you raised, I mean, how many times have you had uh, Melina Abdullah in this space from Black Lives Matter L.A.? to talk about these confrontational police. And, of course, it isn't just constrained to Los Angeles, but, you know, the four numbers that rose there near the end of that encounter, 5150, the section of uh, code called uh, the Welfare and Institutions Code, which allows an adult who's experiencing a mental health crisis to be involuntarily detained for 72 hours. 
they they threw the fifty one fifty in, and it's very interesting because I agree with Lauren. You don't know what the what what the VA person said, but notice they didn't put him in cuffs till he called nine one one, which was entirely legal. He was pissing them off. And this this is where it comes down to it. Molina has said this. They said it back when uh, in the moment when George Floyd was killed in the wake of that, when Jacob Fry, the mayor of Minnesota, uh, 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 Minneapolis, moved to defund the police and moved to, to, to public safety. Police officers are not social workers. They are not psychiatrists or psychologists. In other words, if it's a wellness check, how about a society where they are accompanied by wellness check professionals, mental yep. health professionals? Yep. They, and I don't know that you can train a cop to be something like that because their job is not to de-escalate. Their job is to do what they did. Yep, uh, I, I absolutely agree with that. All right, folks, hold tight one second. Uh, going to a break, we come back. Uh, more uh, to talk about, uh, including, um, remember the young boy in Mississippi who was uh, shot by a cop 11-year-old boy, mm, grand jury has now come back with a decision. Also, a white woman in Georgia shoots and kills a black man. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And who was leaving... Uh, leaving the scene after hit and run, she was told, do not pursue him. She ignored it. Now, her ass may spend her life in prison. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. Next on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr. We featured the brand new work of Professor Angie Porter, which, simply put, is a revolutionary reframing of the African experience in this country. It's the one legal article everyone, and I mean everyone, should read. Professor Porter and Dr. Valethea Watkins, our legal roundtable team, join us to explore the paper that I guarantee 
is going to prompt a major aha moment in our culture. You crystallize it by saying, who are we to other people? Who are African people to others? Governance is our thing. Who are we to each other? The structures we create for ourselves, how we order the universe as African people. That's next on The Black Table, here on The Black Star Network. I'm Faraji Muhammad, live from LA. And this is The Culture. The Culture is a two-way conversation. You and me, we talk about the stories, politics, the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. So join our community every day at 3 p.m. Eastern and let your voice be heard. Hey, we're all in this together, so let's talk about it and see what kind of trouble we can get into. It's The Culture, weekdays at 3, only on the Black Star Network. Sammy Roman, and you are watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. A white woman in Georgia faces life in prison after attempting a citizen's arrest that led to the death of a black man. 25-year-old Hannah Payne was convicted on all eight counts related to the 2019 shooting death of 67-year-old Kenneth Herring. This took place after a hit-and-run accident in Clayton County. The jury did not buy Payne's self-defense argument. Y'all, here's what they actually claim. They claim that when she came upon uh, Herring, they struggled over a gun, and Herring shot himself with her gun. Y'all, here's what she did was she followed Kenneth Herring uh, after the accident and approached his vehicle with the gun. A witness testified that she heard Payne tell Herring, now you need an ambulance, after she fired the fatal shot. Herring's family says they are relieved at the, and grateful for the guilty verdict. All right, folks, so we need to fix the audio there. Uh, now, here's what's crazy. On the call, she was told by 911, do not pursue him. Do not follow him. But she did. Lauren, tomorrow, her sentencing will take place. And like I said, she's facing life in prison. I think you're on mute. No, I don't think I am. Okay, there we go. There we go. Go ahead. Uh, George Zimmerman, um, you know, it's the same exact thing that George Zimmerman did, where the 911 told George Zimmerman not to follow Trayvon Martin, you know, at night. And, of course, he does it anyway, because he's looking for the confrontation. It's a perfect example. It's so many of these cases where typically what you find is that the person who is, is in pursuit of somebody else is usually the guilty party. Uh, and, you know, so... 
the the deceased, who of course is not here to say anything and defend themselves, is gone because somebody just had to do something or was compelled to do something. And this ridiculous story that he somehow shot himself with her gun is the most outrageous thing ever. Was that footage of a footage of that somebody caught of her shooting him through a, through a car window? Uh, believe so. Uh, go ahead, folks. Uh, pull that video up. Uh, and play that video. Uh, again, she was pursuing him. So you see right here, uh, you're, you're actually actually running back, and, and you're going to see, you're going to see where you see her pull the trigger, and then you see the kickback. Bottom line, Greg, she, she killed him uh, in cold blood, and now she's going to pay the price. Well, she, she'll pay a price. Uh, he is an ancestor now. So, as I always say, there is no justice because justice would be he would be alive or he could swap them out in terms of their current condition. But, you know, this is... We, we live in, to quote a book from 20 years ago, Gunfighter Nation. This is a country and a society in which vigilantism... Is, uh, is extolled. It's extolled in Hollywood. It's now extolled in, in politics. And it's extolled in everyday encounters. You can lose your life out here in these streets at any given moment. And if you're a person of African descent, that is just increased uh, by an order of magnitude. That white woman just decided, I can do what I want. And to have that defense in court, it sounds absurd until you realize that there are any number of defenses that are similarly absurd that have been swallowed whole by juries. So she did what any person would do in that situation, talk crazy and hope that her race would get her over. But in this case, she should spend the rest of her life in jail, which is better, in fact, than the person that she killed whose life is over. Uh, absolutely. All right, folks, let's go to New York, where the fate of Jonathan Majors is now in the hands of a New York jury. Uh, the the uh, prosecution and the defense uh, delivered their closing arguments today. The defense attorney uh, for Jonathan Majors repeatedly called his ex-partner, uh, Grace Jabari, a liar, while the prosecution described the incident as a case of domestic violence. Majors faces four charges of misdemeanor assault, aggravated harassment, and harassment after he called 911 on March 25th after he said he found Jabari unconscious in their apartment. Uh, Lauren, you, of course, were in the courtroom the last couple of days. The jury asked for several things, including that video we're showing right now, as well as the 911 call. Right. Uh, I'm surprised, really, the jury is asking for anything. I, I feel like this is a fairly clear-cut case. Um, one could not imagine what, what the reaction generally would be if we saw a video of Jonathan Majors chasing Grace Jabari. But that is not the video that we're looking at right now. We're looking at Grace Jabari chase Jonathan Majors, <laughs> which is um, unbelievable. But they've asked for a few things. Uh, it is a six-person jury with two alternates. Um, I suspect the verdict will be tomorrow at some point. I, you know, I get the sense that, you know, people want to wrap it up. Um, and I do think that, uh, again, a misdemeanor case that somehow found its way into a courtroom is, is difficult to believe. I, I just have a very uneasy feeling about the disposition of the entire situation. Um, almost all white jury, only one black person on it. 
uh, an all-white press corps sitting in the courtroom, tapping the keys to their laptops feverishly over everything. And effectively, when I read some of the reporting after I left the court, House, it's unrecognizable to what I saw in court. Uh, Jonathan Majors, when he comes in, is affable. He's uh, making eye contact with a lot of the members of the court, and he has his mother there. He shakes hands with uh, a lot of the court officers. He greets them when he comes in. He says hello. There's a lot of sort of very human things that, of course, are completely left out of all of the reporting that I see on Jonathan Majors. And um, including the fact that there's evidence that his girlfriend assaulted him, which, of course, nobody is talking about in the office of Alvin Bragg. So uh, we will see what happens. Uh, but I have an uneasy feeling, as, as I think uh, history would dictate that anybody should have an un uneasy feeling uh, when it comes to black males in the criminal justice system. Um, so we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow uh, if the jury uh, decides to... Uh, actually uh, finish their work or or if mm -hmm. the jury uh, decides to actually continue through the weekend. Let me go to a quick break Break here. Uh, we come back. Uh, again, we'll talk about the case out of Mississippi with a young boy who was shot by a cop, 11-year-old kid. Um, grand jury makes a decision we're not shocked by. I'll tell you about it. And also, the gathering spot. Remember, they had a dispute with uh, the owners. They are now back as an independent company. We'll give that update as well. Plus, at the top of the hour, we'll talk with a former Bernie Sanders staffer, Joe Biden fundraiser, who now says, oh, no, the Democrats are awful, and the Republicans, they are the party of working-class people, uh, and they get it. Mmm. You want to stick around for that conversation, trust me. Be sure to support us in what we do. Join the Bring the Fuck fan club. See your ticket money order. P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C. 20037-0196. Cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal, R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale, rolling at rollinsmartin.com. Rolling at rollinsmartinunfiltered.com. Uh, download the Blackstone Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Uh, and, of course, uh, be sure to get my book, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds, available bookstores nationwide. We'll be right back. Grow your business or career with Grow with Google's wide range of online courses, digital training, and tools. Gain in-demand job skills with flexible online training programs designed to put you on the fast track to jobs in high-growth fields. No experience is necessary. Learn at your own pace. Complete the online certificate program on your own terms. Stand out to employers, get on a path to in-demand jobs, and connect with top employers who are currently hiring. Take one professional career certificate program or all six. Earn a Google career certificate to prepare for a job in a high growth field like data analytics, project management, UX design, cybersecurity, and more. All professional career certificate programs must be completed by December 31st, 2024. Scan the QR code to complete the application. There are 1,000 scholarships available. Grow with Google and J. Hood and Associates. Be job ready and qualify for in-demand jobs. We talk about blackness and what happens in black culture. We're about covering these things that matter to us, uh, speaking to our issues and concerns. This is a genuine people-powered movement. There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. You get it, and you spread the word. We wish to plead our own cause 
too long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind 100000 so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Checks and money orders go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zelle is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Hello, I'm Jamia Pugh. I am from Coatesville. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Pennsylvania, just an hour right outside of Philadelphia. My name is Jasmine Pugh. I'm also from Coastal Pennsylvania. You are watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Stay right here. Seven months ago, 11-year-old black boy was a shot in the chest by an Indianola, Mississippi police officer uh, after a domestic violence call. Today, the grand jury chose not to indict that officer. This is a story that's in the Mississippi uh, today. Uh, you can, uh, so as you clearly say, it's right here. 
Uh, it says that the, the child's mother uh, is demanding, is demanding that the body camera footage from the shooting be released publicly. Uh, she makes it clear that if people see that footage, they will see the officer was in the wrong. That officer was Greg Capers, uh, and he was standing in the doorway. He's the one who fired his weapon at Adirian uh, as he uh, entered the room, again, hitting the boy uh, in the chest. They wanted the officer to face criminal charges. The grand jury decided uh, otherwise. Um, uh, we, uh, the attorney for the young, for the Murrays, Carlos Moore, uh, he told, uh, he told, he released a statement saying, while the grand jury has spoken, we firmly believe that these are there, that there are unanswered questions and that the shooting of Adirian Murray was not justified. We're committed to seeking justice for Adirian and his family, and we will persist in our efforts to ensure accountability through the civil legal process. Uh, and uh, Moore told them until last week, uh, the uh, uh, Nicola Murray uh, had not been able to see the body camera footage. They also have fought a federal lawsuit uh, in this uh, case uh, as well. So, um, you know, it's I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine, Greg. Um, again, the Attorney General's office presented the evidence. I, I would love to see the body camera footage as well to understand how the cop made the decision to fire at the 11-year-old boy. I mean, again, I don't care whether you're an 11-year-old boy. Yeah, I don't care whether you're Tamir Rice. I don't care whether you're countless numbers of black girls in elementary school who have been severely disciplined, including video that you've shown on this show, women getting, uh, girls getting slammed in classrooms by security officers. These are not human beings. So when the cop says, come out with your hands up and see this little boy, what the hell? I, I use him for target practice. And we don't know the strategy that the uh, that the district attorney used, you know, uh, with the grand jury. Uh, we don't know who was in the grand jury. I mean, you know, the ironies here are they, they surpass, I mean, they bypass anything that we might even call surreal. We're talking about Indianola, Mississippi, Sunflower County. That's the home of Fannie Lou Hamer. And I can imagine what uh, Miss Hamer would say right now. Is this America where 11-year-old boys get shot by cops in the chest and get off scot-free? She said, yeah, if it is, then I question America. I think that's what she would say. So we'll see what happens in civil court. Uh, we know that uh, his mother filed a $5 million lawsuit before saying that Indianola failed to properly train the officer and the officer used excessive force. And again, you know, this may be another situation where we have to see the federal government step in. Lauren? Uh, yeah, I would, think it, I, I would think that they would do pretty well in civil court. Um, you know, uh, it will be interesting, you know, it's always interesting to me when, when authorities don't want to share the body camera footage, that would tell you that there's something wrong, because of course they'd want to share the body camera footage if, in fact, every procedure was followed correctly and the decision made sense, why wouldn't they share the body camera footage? But uh, in this case, the fact that they have not uh, made that public, I think, indicates that there's probably some sort of problem, but under a civil lawsuit, all of that is very likely to come out and probably be made public. So, if and if not made public, his family would be able to relay what they saw on the footage. So, or, or played in court, one or the other. So that's a uh, that that's a case where I'm um, surprised it's only five million dollars because this kid was was shot, uh, you know, and he is not a suspect for anything. So how did that happen? I'm surprised that the the uh, civil lawsuit only has a five million dollar ask attached to it. I would I would think it would be a little bit more. Um, absolutely. Uh, let's uh, stay uh, in Georgia. 
uh, let's, before, let's talk about uh, Georgia. Remember we talked about the gathering spot? Uh, they were a dispute uh, a few months ago between them and Greenwood. Greenwood had purchased the gathering spot. Then there was criticism uh, about white leadership that was hired. Uh, then it was back and forth. Where now uh, it appears as if that has been solved, where the original owners now have it back. This statement was released publicly. An update from us. I'm excited to share at the gathering spot is once again an independent company, and TK and I have acquired majority ownership. We have a lot to share on the hard at work building a number of things that I believe our community will be proud of. They're going to be hosting a town hall on December 18th at 6 p.m. Uh, for the members. It will be an in-person event as well. Uh, they will allow folks to be able to uh, listen to it. Uh, there were a number of people who were dropping their memberships uh, after they, this controversy went back and forth. Uh, and it looks like uh, that has now been resolved where, uh, again, the original owners uh, are now back in control of the gathering spot. I mean, look, these things happen in business uh, all the time, Lauren. Uh, and um, sometimes, you know what, when you have a partnership, it doesn't work out. You know what? You actually let's say, hey, let's let's go, let's go our separate ways, uh, and return back. There were a lot of people. Uh, they had opened up. So of course, they had a spot in Atlanta, open here in D.C., uh, and people people really were upset because they said, hey, this was us supporting a black-owned company, uh, and this was uh, a part. Of, like I said, it was very controversial. Uh, a lot of conversation going back and forth, uh, and so it looks like uh, they now are back to being independent and 100% black-owned. Yeah, well, you're right. I mean, a lot of things can happen in business, particularly with anything involving a partnership. But if there's a demand for a certain business and that certain business is popular, they're bound to come back in some way. So it's great to see that they're back. You know, Greg, um, this was, like I say, man, there were a lot of people who were going back and forth who made it clear that they were going to drop their membership. Uh, and that's the last thing you want to happen when you got a business where people start bailing on you. Well, I mean, Roland, you just, you know, like you said, you just spent days at the Hope Forum here in Atlanta talking about the implications of working in a capitalist society to build wealth collectively and for each other and in a process. Sometimes those things can't be reconciled because we know, of course, on the Greenwood side, you've got Mary Andrew Young, you've got Killer Mike, and on the uh, Gathering Spot side, you've got Wilson and Peterson and their crew. Uh, I remember going to the gathering spot early on when uh, the film Tell, Tell Them We Are Rising, the HBCU documentary that Stan Nelson put together with Screen. And I remember being impressed by just the energy of having these young people in control of this space. But we've seen in recent days, I think, what was it, a couple of days ago, I think, that uh, that um, We Work in the U.S. came out of bankruptcy and at least held on to their spot in Times Square. Uh, you know, this is a volatile thing. And in a capitalist society, you know, if the people aren't buying it, you go out of business. So I don't know how this is going to play out, particularly in a post-COVID world where people are working increasingly from different places. And, and who knows? But it's, you know, how do you merge pure capitalism with an idea of economic self-determination that's collective? And this is just an example of perhaps we have we have a lot of work to do to make things work when we work together. Uh, let's stay in Georgia. Rudy Giuliani, boy, his attorneys are talking about how he was going to take the stand in his trial and set the record straight, guess what? He punked out just like Donald Trump did uh, in his trial in New York. Uh, it's now up to the jury to decide how big of a check Giuliani is going to write 
to the two black women in Georgia, those election workers who he falsely and maliciously uh, accused uh, of ballot manipulation in the 2020 election. Uh, again, he was supposed to take the stand uh, in the case dealing with Ruby Freeman and her daughter, Shay Moss, but his attorney said they did not want uh, to uh, make life even harder uh, after yesterday's testimony. Really what they're saying is they whooped our ass so bad in yesterday's testimony, mm -hmm. we look like fools. And the last thing we want to do is make this thing worse. And that's exactly what's going on here. They know bottom, they know bottom line, uh, Greg, they in a world of hurt, and they're asking the process, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, uh, her, the attorneys are asking for at least $24 million for each woman. They want Rudy Giuliani hit with a $50 million judgment. Absolutely. Rudy Giuliani has been a stooge. His, uh, his, his, his masters are not going to save him. He ain't got no money. He certainly ain't got that kind of money. And Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, of course, uh, we, we were all very much braced by both that testimony and seeing the tears. And the, But in this case, you know, here's a guy who was America's mayor to some people, never us, and now he can't keep his belt on or his shoelaces tied. He's a punchline. And so, you know, to quote Gil Scott Heron, we send really Giuliani our coldest regards. <laughs> Lauren? Yeah, Rudy Giuliani is one of the biggest rise fall stories in American politics the last 20 years. Really extraordinary. Uh, and he's just a proven liar. That's why they didn't put him on the stand, because on cross, he would have gotten completely blown up. Uh, and of course, Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman have real damages. They're easily provable. Uh, and the defamatory, serious defamatory nature of what uh, Giuliani was saying about them. Uh, damage them li their lives and damage their reputations, and, and they're going to get a ton of money, and they're going to deserve it. Uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm just loving the fact that he's getting jammed up. Uh, he should <laughs> he should get jammed up. Uh, I mean, he was running around lying, Greg. I mean, just constantly lying over and over and over again, uh, and didn't learn the lesson. The fool then went in front of the courthouse this week and lied again. He was still lying. Well, I mean, Roland, we live in a world where you got Donald Trump in Gymnasium Jordan, man. I mean, there, people say there are no second acts in American politics. That's not true. If Rudy Giuliani could, and it seems like he's not well, if he could right the ship, it's not like Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors could walk free from the courtroom tomorrow, but the damage to his reputation is probably permanent. This is a guy who was standing to make billions of dollars. In contrast, if you're a white man in this society, they're going to look for every excuse to make you sane. And if you can act sane for a couple of months in a row, hell, Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani might be able to run for Congress in a safe district and come back to the federal government and the federal legislature. But, you know... Time has run out for him in part because it seems like a worm is crawling his ear and eating his brain. Something is wrong with Rudy Giuliani. And still, and still, there are people looking to make excuses because this, in this country, politics has devolved to the point where you can say damn near anything. And Rudy Giuliani is, is, is almost trying to prove that point. Uh, uh, like I said, Lauren, I want everything snatched. You name it, <laughs> snatch it. I want them to start garnishing wages. I want them <laughs> to show up and start walking away with furniture. Well, there's evidence that it could get to that. If, if you see my pillow guy somehow ran out of money as well, and these, you know, any of these, these 
these types of cases, once you get into a courtroom and you're paying your attorneys uh, the fees that you have to pay them when they make a courtroom appearance, the money is going to pile up very quickly. Uh, and the other thing is he's guilty. So the problem is, you know, you actually have to go in there and sort of try to piece together some sort of an argument. Uh, these, these women come across as hugely sympathetic, hugely sympathetic. And now he's going to get hit with some sort of huge judgment. So, yeah, I mean, it will get, it could get to garnish wages and all that. Rudy Giuliani is playing the same percentage game that Trump plays, which is that if I get on television and lie and then Fox puts my lies on, I could at least convince part of the audience that I'm telling the truth. That's why they do this. That's why they walk out of court and lie and figure, well, I'll play the percentages. The problem with that is you're going to get sued eventually for defamation playing that game. And, and Fox News had to learn the hard way. And now Rudy Giuliani is learning the hard way. And it's also Donald Trump, of course, with the E. Jean Carroll case. And, and they've lost these cases, and they're going to continue. People have to keep, keep on them in terms of their level of lying and, and defamation. I mean, they just can't get away with lying all the time and expect that nobody's going to do anything about it. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just love how they, uh, they sit here and, and go, oh, uh, we can just sit here and act a fool just like Trump and everything is going to be well. Okay? All right? Y'all better start cutting some checks by y'all acting a fool out there. <laughs> but, Roland, you know I mean? Listen, man, how, how many years, Roland, did you, have you covered, and Lauren, have you covered, Rudy Giuliani? The American people have the memory of a fruit fire. This is the guy that unsealed Patrick Dorisman's juvenile record after he got uh, shot in, in, in that outside that nightclub. We're talking about Albert Lewima. We're talking about a man who regaled and, and uh, harangued uh, the streets in Crown Heights and called it Giuliani time, had the cops chanting Giuliani time when they took down in electoral politics David Dinkins. This is a guy who then, in the wake of 9-11, suddenly becomes America's mayor. I mean, the whole idea that Rudy G, there's nothing politically, there's nothing legally, there's nothing financially that could befall Rudolph Giuliani that is good enough or equal to the type of malevolent pain that Rudolph Giuliani has caused black people of the course of his political career. But here we are. Somehow he has been reduced to a to a to a punchline. But in this moment, particularly for y'all as journalists, you know, it is important to remind people that, yeah, it's funny now, but let's be very clear. This guy caused a lot of people a lot of harm over the years, and many of them look like us. Oh, absolutely. And now he's gonna have to pay up. All right, y'all, going to a break. We come back. Uh, a former uh, Senator Bernie Sanders presidential advisor, also fundraiser President Joe Biden, he now says that... This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. 
Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Republicans, they are the party that really stands up for the working man. Really? Let's discuss next, right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Hatred on the streets, a horrific scene, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. As an angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol, we're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. Barnes and on the next frequency, Professor Janelle Hobson joins us to talk about hip hop and its intersection with feminism and racial equality, plus her enlightening work with Ms. Magazine and how the great Harriet Tugman connects with women in hip hop. So it was not hard for me to go from Harriet Tubman to hip hop, honestly, because it is a legacy of, of black women's resistance and black women supporting our communities. That's what Harriet Tubman did. That's on the frequency on the Black Star Network. Hi, everybody. I'm Kim Coles. Hey, I'm Dolly Simpson. Yo, it's your man Dion Cole from Blackish, and you watch Roland Martin Unfiltered.
Folks, uh, we are looking increasingly like it will be President Joe Biden in a rematch with Donald Trump in the 2024 presidential election. Trump leads uh, the Republican field by a wide margin. Republicans hold a very slim margin uh, in the United States House. Democrats control the Senate by a very slim margin. And my next guest uh, used to be uh, an advisor for the pre presidential campaign of Senator Bernie Sanders, also fundraiser for Biden. And he says the Democrat Party's progressive ideology has shifted from the needs of the average American and that uh, the Republican Party is better for working men and women. He wrote a, fe wrote a, uh, a column in the Daily Call, a conservative uh, website founded by Tucker Carlson, uh, where uh, he explained uh, his position. Uh, and so it looks like we, we'd love to bring him up in a second. I'm just going to just uh, sh show you here. So uh, in the column, uh, this is what uh, he says. I've been a loyal Democrat for as long as I can remember. I spearheaded uh, Joe Biden's exploratory effort in 2015, served as a senior advisor to Senator Bernie Sanders during the 2016 and 2020 elections and even played a role as a fundraiser for Biden during the 2020 general election. But despite my active involvement in the Democratic Party, the concerns I hold regarding the party's direction in recent years can no longer be ignored. Then he goes on to say that he loves the country, and he says that the party is focused on dividing us by radicalizing every issue and undermining our rights enshrined in the U.S. Constitution. Will Pierce uh, further writes that the main reason I am leaving the Democratic Party is its utter disconnect with the American people. The party that once championed the working class has now been overtaken by elites in affluent hubs who couldn't care less about the struggles of the average American. This shift has left many Americans, including myself, unheard and feeling like an afterthought of the D Democratic Party. All right, Will Pierce joins us right now. Okay, Will, so... Um, you say here that the party is focused on dividing us by radicalizing every issue and undermining our rights and shrine of the Constitution. What issue and what rights? Well, overall, Roland, this is the thing. Um, I'm a populist, and that's why I'm support and that's why I decided to change the party. When I supported Senator Sanders, that was the main message why I supported. But if you look at the Democratic Party now, it has moved a lot further than where it was about 20, 30 years ago. Certain issues that like I care about personally, I'm a new farter. I care about school choice. I want my I want to be able to choose where my kid goes to school, not the government. On top of that, if you look at right now at some of the social issues, especially in the Democratic Party, it's either you're with us or against us. I view politics as a game of tradition. You have to get to 50 percent plus one. You have to be able to build and unite as a, as a country, as a people, and as a party. Okay, so you mentioned school choice. Uh, that's an issue that just came up in Texas uh, when it came to a voucher program. Republicans have actually shut that down. The governor is now on a fourth special session. You've got rural folks in Texas, Republicans, who disagree with the voucher program. You also have an increasing number of Democrats across the country that do support uh, uh, school choice, charter schools, things along those lines. Uh, and so what are you talking about? Yeah, so like I'm actually a Texas resident. That's one issue. I disagree with the, with the Republican Party overall. But if you look at certain municipalities, if you look at what's going on in D.C. when I lived in D.C., school choice, that was not an option. If you look at different communities and you look at the Democratic Party overall, especially with the labor movement, they've been pushing that down. I'm School choice, what? School choice? Like, this is a thing, Roland. Well, 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 Will, Will, hold up, hold up. You said school choice. You said school choice. Will, you said school choice wasn't an option in D.C. That's not true. 
Washington, D.C. has an extensive charter program. Uh, I, for the last eight years, for the hold up, Will, for the last eight years, I've actually hosted uh, the annual Teacher of the Year program for Friendship Public Charter School. Uh, I've been very involved in that. I'm the founder of School Choice is the Black Choice. So what you just said is not true. No, what I'm saying is years ago, Rowan. What I was saying is years ago, that was not the case. If you look in Chicago... How long ago? I'm using different cities. How long ago? Years ago, that was not the case. No, no, no. No, I'm confused now. Because you started by saying that the Democratic Party has changed in the last 20 and 30 years, and then you say it was years ago that you didn't have school choice in D.C., but you have a... Let's put D.C. aside. Let's put D.C. aside. Let's look at... No, 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 no. Hold up, hold up. No, no, no. But you specifically mentioned D.C., yeah. And what I'm trying to understand is... And I'm agreeing with you, Roland, if you listen. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm sorry, that was a misspeak on my part. What I'm saying is, though, look at the Democratic platform overall on school choice. 20 years ago, yes, we've, you know, 20, 30 years ago, that was the case in D.C. But no, no, no. 20, I, I would dare say 20 years ago, you had, you had far more Democrats that were against school choice. You have more Democrats today who are, but... You're, but but your column is saying that they've changed since 2020. I'm using that as an example. There's many other different issues. What else? Okay, big issue for me personally, you have to look at what's going on in the cities such as Chicago and New York with the Mayo community. You had Democrats who have been leading the city for decades. Black Democrats in key roles. You had Lori Lightfoot and you had Brandon as well in Chicago. Okay, hold up, hold up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry, hold up. Hold up, no, no, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm gonna let you finish. Hold up, I'm gonna let you finish there. Lori Lightfoot was only mayor for one term. That was four years ago. Prior to her, prior to her, hold up, hold up, hold up. Will, prior to her, I lived in Chicago for six years. Prior to her, prior to her, you hadn't had a black mayor in Chicago since Harold Washington, who died in 1987. So what black people were leading Chicago? If you, what I'm saying though, is if you look at Brandon right now and you had Lori right now and, and you had um, Lauren, Lori as well. If you look at that, if you look at what's going on in the west side and in the south side of Chicago, you see money taken out of those communities and put into migrant to help migrants as well. My thing is this, everyone wants to sit here, especially the black community and say, you cannot support the Democratic Party. We have to be able to open the conversation at first. The issue with the Republican Party up until this point overall is because no one has been able to have that conversation. If we I, I, are you, so you're saying that Republicans... I'm, I'm, I'm confused because I'm, I'm born and raised in Texas and there's a significant amount of... First, amount of money that is in Texas that also it's to deal with migrants. That's a Republican state. It's a red state. So I'm, I'm trying to understand how you're isolating Chicago when literally red states have been spending money on migrants. Yes, but the ding, though, is what I'm saying, Roland, is if you look up until now, you know, like, we didn't have migrants in Chicago and in New York until the governors in, in different states such as... Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. We didn't have migrants in those states. Which governors were sending migrants to those states? They were Republican governors. Did you agree with that? To send a... Do you agree? Hold on. So do, so do you agree with Republican governors sending migrants to those states? Absolutely. Okay. So, so, now, so now I'm confused here. So we're now confused here. So I'm confused, Will. Will, 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 Will. I'm confused. No, no, what? No, you ask me a question. I'm answering. The reason why they sent migrants to those states is because up until now, I, like, this is the thing. I used to be 
a liberal Democrat who lived in a, in a large municipality. And up until then, I did not think about it because I did not have to worry about it. But then when you started busing migrants to other states, now you have Democrats and you have liberals sitting there saying, wait a minute, this is an issue. Oh, hold up now. So you are upset with, with Democrats spending money on migrants in big cities, but the migrants were sent there by Republican governors and then you said you agree with them sending the migrants. So how can you how can you be mad about a problem created by Republicans, but you mad at the Democrats? Because I could be I could be upset because of working with Republicans to solve an issue at the border. The Republican governors need to sit there overall and say, "Hey, we're trying to have we're trying to resolve." No, 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 no. Will, 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 Will. And again, no, no. You, you hold on, Will. You were real clear. You said you were upset at yeah. Democratic cities spending money on migrants, but then you said the migrants were sent to the Democratic cities. By Republican red states, red state governors, and but then you said you agree with the Republicans sending the migrants. So how can you be mad at Democrats? Don't, no, hold on, Will. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna let you answer. How can you be, Will? Will, I'm gonna let you answer. How, Will, I'm gonna let you answer. How can you be mad at Democrats for? Will, 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 I'm gonna let you finish. How can you be mad at Democrats for spending resources on a migrant problem that was created by Republican governors? Are you done, Roland? Yes, that's the end of a question. Okay, so this is so so like I was saying before, up until then, the Democratic Party they have not been worrying overall about this issue. So now, when you have migrants going into a Democratic area, when long ago the Republicans were saying, "Hey, let's worry about this issue. Hey, let's worry about this issue," nothing was being done. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. But instead of sitting there and going to the table and renegotiating that issue with Republicans, with Republican governors, Republican congressmen, whatever, what they're doing, they're taking money out of black communities to help people who are not even United States citizens. Oh, 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 okay. So say, okay, so here we go. So are you so are you saying, let me just real clear here. Are you saying that Democrats were not dealing with the migrant problem in America? Because I recall when President Obama was there, when they were trying to address the issue of uh, of illegal immigrants and amnesty and, and all of those things. Republicans did not want to vote on the issue. So I'm trying to understand what you're talking about. This is a dang Rowan. One press conference, that's on night. No, 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 hold on. That wasn't a press conference. That was actually, do, do you want me to pull the vote up? Hey, Roland, I was there, and I can tell you, one press conference, that's nice, but this is a thing. Come to the table, have a conversation. So, so wait, but hold up. Are, so, you're, so are you saying, uh, so are you saying, are you saying, are, so are you actually saying that, are you actually saying that when you supported, when you were standing with Sanders, when you were standing with Sanders, that, that, that Democrats were not coming to the table? What I'm saying is that, no, they were not coming to the table, and that's why I left the Democratic Party overall. Okay. What they want to do is everyone just wants to point figures instead of sit down at the table and have a conversation. But you actually had efforts... As a people right now. But you actually had efforts... You say yourself that we're too polarized. No, you actually had efforts to... You actually had efforts to do that, but I still... Show me where... Show me where... Right now, right now, Republicans control the House. Show me where the Republicans right now are sitting at the table with Democrats to solve the problem. I can give you a perfect example right now. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. Like, um, I'm probably going to get interrupted, but the thing is, overall, I joined the Republican Party to start that conversation. No, 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 no. You're not in Congress. You're not in Congress. You're not in the House. So please, no, so, no. Will, let me know right now. No, no. I want to know specifically who on the Republican side is trying to sit down with Democrats to have the conversation you say that needs to be had. Tell me this. Who on the Democratic side... No, no, no. You're not answering my question. You're answering my question with a question. Give me an answer. No, but that's my point exactly. We cannot have the conversation. We actually can. I'm asking you, who right now, who right now that you are aware of that's Republican who is trying to have a conversation with Democrats on this issue right now? Yeah, and you're missing the point. The Democrats are not able to have the conversation as well. We both have to come to the table. And, like, instead, it's us versus them. You even said it as well. Oh, my God. I... It's too polarized. And if you just... No, 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 no. Actually, actually, no, no. I gave... First of all, I didn't say we're... I never said the country is too polarizing. What I said was I gave the facts in terms of narrow majorities. Here's what I want to understand, because, again, so you said radicalizing every issue, undermining our rights, crowning the Constitution. You yep. then went on to say that a disconnect with the American people, the party that once championed the working class. So how, how are Republicans championing the working class? Overall, and this is the thing, I'm a populist. That's why I supported Bernie Sanders early on. Can you no. give me specific legislative examples where Republicans are... Uh, uh, advancing policy issues that affect the working class? 
I can, instead of, I'm not going to give you examples, but I'm going to say. Why, hold on, why can't you give me examples? You literally because said, go to my iPad. I'm not doing it. Hold on, go to my iPad. Go to my iPad. You literally wrote, the main reason I am leaving the Democratic Party is its utter disconnect with the American people. The party that once championed the working class has now been overtaken by elites and affluent uh, hubs who couldn't care less. So, explain, explain, so let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. When Congress took a vote on uh, raising the minimum wage, who voted for it, who voted against it? This is what I'm saying. I'm asking you a question. Democrats are losing the, the middle class. I'm, I'm, not, I'm asking you a question. Uh, do you believe that raising the minimum wage has a direct impact on the working class? It increases inflation. It does? Yes, it does. You, hold up. You literally... Wait, wait, hold up. I'm, wait a minute. Excuse me. You literally have... I, I specifically talked to Reverend Dr. William J. Barber today. You have no bail, no bail winners in, uh, in economics that have actually disputed that. You literally showed that, that if you raise that, you're talking about lifting some 50 million people. So I'm, I'm confused here. You say, wait a minute, you say that Democrats, Democrats are disconnected, but we're talking about, so, so, so you're against raising the minimum wage? Because that's going to raise people's rent. It's going to raise people's gas money. It's going to raise other things. No, it's... If you raise the minimum wage, where's the money coming from? Okay, okay. Hold up, hold up. First of all, first of all, what you just said is absolutely nonsensical. No, it's not. No, it's not. And so you literally have... But, but, but... <laughs> wait a minute. See, this is where... Where's the money coming from, Roland? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, but, but again, so you don't care about those working-class people... But you say about them and making sure that they have that they can afford a place to live. If we raise, wait, 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 wait. How can they have a place? To, how can they afford a place? To, how can they afford a place to live if they can't even make fifteen dollars an hour? Okay, let me. Can, can I answer this, or are you gonna? Answer? Oh, please go ahead. Okay, so this is the thing. Overall, when you re- keep raising, when you keep raising the minimum wage, you're raising costs as well. And when you raise costs, instead of sitting there and addressing the root problem, what's going to happen is right now, rent is around $3,000 in some places. You're going to have up to $5,000. Hold up, hold up, why, hold up, hold up. Why is rent $3,000? Why is rent... Who's trying to go buy items? She's going to spend, instead of $100, bucks, she's going to spend $200. Why is rent $3,000? You know why rent is $3,000? Because everything is going up with inflation. Actually, that's a lie. Yes, no, it's... No, 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 it's a lie. Okay, no. hold up. Here's why it's a lie. And I'm breaking this thing down consistently on this show. The fundamental reason why you have rent as where it is right now is because in 2000 to 2010, we built 6.9 million homes, which was 8 million fewer homes than we did in the previous decade. Well, I'm not done yet. I was just with I was just with HUD Will Will. I was just with HUD Secretary Marsha Fudge on Tuesday at the Global Hope Forum in Atlanta. You have fewer homes that are also being built between. 2010-2020 and fewer homes in this decade. Why were fewer homes being built? Because of the home foreclosure crisis in 2008. And so then what you also have, you had banks in this country that held onto those toxic assets. We bailed them out. They then sold the homes in blocks of 25000 to private equity and they are now holding and they are now the ones who don't want to sell the homes. They are now renting. And so that's why you have 
a housing crisis because you have a significant demand, you have fewer number of homes, and that's why, Will, for the past five years, my phone gets blown up every single week with text messages uh, and uh, voicemails from people wanting to buy my Dallas County home in cash, which went from, which was purchased in 1999 for $122,000 that today has a valuation of $321,000 because of the lack of available homes. It is not because of an increase in the minimum wage. It is in, it's because of increasing costs. Myself, I actually own in cash properties in Baltimore where I'm renting them out. But the thing is, I have to increase my rent because my costs are going up as well. So all the costs are going to go up overall. I have no mortgage. I'm just paying basic bills. So which party, so which party, which party put in Build Back Better wanted to actually address the housing crisis and then which party said no? Well, this is the thing. When we drove money... No, no, I'm, I'm asking you a question. Hold up. I'm asking you a question. More, you're increasing inflation more, Roland. Okay, so you're saying... Now you're saying increase inflation. And first of all, inflation is down to 3.1%. That's one. Numerous economists that have testified before Congress have actually said the reason that inflation is high right now is because of corporate greed. Companies jacking up prices. No. Oh, you disagree? No, this is the thing. I, I'm sitting here and I'm saying overall... Costs go up. Oh, no, you keep saying overall. But again, though, why is it that you have not, you have not, and I've asked you three times, you have not named a single public policy that the Republicans have offered and voted on that is going to improve the working class. Can you name me one? Yes, I can. Name Myself, it. I'm a small business. There's numerous small business owners. We have to be able to support them, especially in the African-American community, and that's what the Republican Party has been doing for years. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay, that's real interesting because we know right now what this administration has been doing specifically with small businesses and African Americans. I just had a conversation, guys, hold up, pull it up. I just had a conversation with the head of the Small Business Administration on Monday. And when Donald Trump was president, are you aware, Will? Are you aware that what they did was they actually bundled contracts and so therefore small businesses could not actually compete for the larger contracts? Are you aware, Will, that the Biden administration, just like the Obama administration, unbundled those contracts to allow small businesses to be able to actually bid on those contracts? Are you aware of that? Well, I'm aware of that, but what I'm talking so about... So, hold up. I'm sorry. So, hold up. Will, which one is better for small... Which one... Will, which one is better for black small businesses? Will, I'm asking you a question. Which of the two, which is better for black people? The bundling of contracts so we cannot access them or the unbundling of contracts so we can? Which one is better? You know what's better? Being able to start and build a business. Oh, my God. You can't even answer the question. You can't a contract if you don't even have a business. And, Roland, are you going to let me... Will, Will, do you know, Brighton, do you know, do you know of the number of, of, of starts that we've had in the past three years? Do you know the increase we've seen in the start of businesses? Are you aware of that? Yes, but this is the thing. Look at the regulatory issues overall with the Democratic Party. When you when you just crumble and build a, a lot of regulations, ah. business owners. Okay, okay. So, no, guys, do me a favor. Do, guys, do me a favor in the control room. Hold up, Will. Will, do it in the control room. Guys, press play. Will, listen to the head of the Small Business Administration. Listen. In, in laying out. Um, 
how things have gone from year to year. So last year, uh, we chatted here. And so in terms of uh, opportunities for black business and minorities, how has the last year looked uh, in the country? Yeah. Well, we continue to see these incredible... This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Entrepreneurship growth rates, meaning uh, startups. We have 14.6 million new business application. We are now on track to be the third highest year for entrepreneurship in this country, preceded by the first and second just the years prior. And we've seen black startup rates double uh, in particular. So we are, uh, you know, they are still powering the new businesses in this country, and especially black women, as we've discussed before. So that continues. Um, but it, we want to make sure they're funded, right? This is something we've yep. talked about funded and revenue opportunities. Absolutely. On the funding side, the reforms that I talked about wanting to do have been implemented, and we are already seeing the results. It was about creating simpler products that uh, you know, had uh, simplified underwriting, expanded eligibility. You know, there's no reason why, uh, you know, low credit risk black borrowers should not be getting funded at the same rate as everyone else. And we know that's not the fact. So um, as a result of the changes, we've seen, you know, since 2020, uh, black lending through the Biden-Harris administration double. And now we're up to one point, nearly $1.5 billion in funding last year uh, to black businesses, as you know. So, Will, please tell me how Biden-Harris, they done that, but you say... That's not good enough. No, no, this is the thing. I was like, that is a great start. But this is the thing. If you're going to be able to open a business, you're going to have to have deal with tax regulations. You're going to have to deal with just all these regulations that the Democratic Party has just just bundled down overall and just burdened down basic business. You, you, literally, just, you literally just heard her say how 
we have been making it easier. And what you're doing right now, Will, is speaking in these broad generalities, and I have consistently asked you for specifics. And so, let me, so I've, I've asked you for that, and I, I still have, see, this, this, is what, this is what I hear from you. Overall, overall, but you cannot, you cannot for some reason okay, no, offer no, no, me those specifics. Direct reason? I'll give you a direct reason right now, Roland. This is a perfect example. If you look at the state of Texas versus the state of Illinois, let's compare their corporate tax rates, their corporate tax structure, the way that businesses are, are taxed when they formed. It's easier to stop business in Texas, a Republican state, than under J.B. Pritzker in Illinois. It's easier to start a business in Dallas, Texas, underneath a black Democrat, a black Republican mayor, than in Chicago, Illinois, with a black. Let mayor. me ask you this. Okay, hold up. That's great. I'm so, I'm so glad you did that. I am so. Oh my God. I'm. I'm so glad you did that. Please tell me what is the percentage of, of African Americans getting state contracts in Texas? You're sitting here and you're. No, 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 no. Answer the question. No, 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 no. Say again, no. I want you to answer the question. Republicans, Republicans control every wheel. Republicans control every statewide position in my native state. Guess where my company is based? It's also based in Illinois. So I want you, I want, no, 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 I want you, no, no, I want you, I want you to tell me right now, what is the percentage of state contracts that African-Americans receive in Texas? I'll wait. Okay, I'll answer that question. Are you going to answer my question? We can no, 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 no. And then I want you to tell me what's the percentage in Illinois. But go ahead. What's the percentage in Texas? Are you going to answer my question? Go ahead. I'll answer your question if you give me, come on, give me an answer. It's very small, but we have to. No, no, what's the number? It's less than 10%, and that's, and that's, and that's the thing? Wow, wow, so wait, so you mean tell me Republicans have been in control of Texas for more than 20 years, and you're telling me that it's less than 10%? That's it? It's unacceptable for that, but this- Really? Is what, what is the percentage of state contracts that so blacks get in Illinois? So you're not gonna- What is the percentage okay, of state- I'm sorry, Roland, I thought you were a man of your word and you were gonna answer the question. Hold on, what's your question? The question I ask is, where are you taxed more? Are you taxed more in Illinois underneath a Democrat or, or Texas? Guess what, Will? Guess what? If I can't get a damn contract, it don't matter what the tax rate is. But guess what? If I, Will, if I, if I, Will, if I have a, Will, if I have a better chance of getting contracts in Illinois than Texas, well, guess what? I'm gonna go to Illinois. I will gladly pay a tax in Illinois if I'm actually getting contracts. You literally, you literally, you can't even even, no. Dude, you literally no, can't no even explain it. Because I, I do not have a government contract, I'm not going to do No, no, no. I'm asking you. Here's the deal, though. See, this is where you compare apples to apples, oranges to oranges. Republic, see, you brought up Texas. You brought up Illinois. Repu you brought up red versus blue. Republicans have control Texas for more than 20 years, all statewide offices. Democrats control Illinois. I'm asking again, of the two states, Texas and Illinois, which of those two states is better for African-American entrepreneurs? Texas. You a lie. You a lie. You a lie. And the reason you a lie, the reason you a lie is because again, no, again, Will, let me explain. Will, do you own a business? Why did I move to Texas? Will, do you own a business? Because of taxes. Do you own a business, Will? Yes, I do. Okay, so let me ask you a question. So, if I own a business and I don't get contracts, what's my tax rate? There's other places to get... There's other places... Will, I'm asking you a question. 
I'm asking you a question. If I own a business and I don't get any contracts, am I paying a tax, am I paying a large business tax rate? Why are you just getting government contracts? That's a terrible Okay, business. no, 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 no. Because here's the deal, though. <laughs> you're just you, no, 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 no. You're, you're the one. You're, you're the one. That we can only go after government Because contracts. guess what, Will? Because guess what? Here's what I know, Will. Per capita, African Americans in the United States largely do better when it comes to government contracts, federal, state, county, city, school district, than what happens in corporate America. I know for a fact, Will, that African Americans, if you I'm look at what, I, 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 see, I see I'm Will? I'm sorry. Like, see, Will, here's the deal, Will. This is what happens, Will, when you decide to have a debate and you don't bring any facts whatsoever. I'm telling, you're talking about a tax rate. You're talking about a tax rate. You're talking about a tax rate of multiple states, and I'm this telling you, you got one state over over here that isn't doing tax, it. Let me ask you this question. Tax bill. Let me ask you this question here. So again, I still want to hear, because see, first of all, what happens in Texas and Illinois, those are state issues. I'm also talking federal. I still want to know, can you still name me what are Republicans in Congress? What are they advancing for the working class uh, that's better than uh, Democrats? Well, I don't talk about state issues. That's my question. No, no, no I'm asking. No, no. Hold up. I can talk state issues, but, I, but I'm asking you a question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, uh, Will, you're the one who was an advisor for Senator Bernie Sanders' presidential campaign. You're the one who raised money for President Joe Biden's presidential campaign. So, so, so I'm having a conversation about federal level because that's what you did. So I'm asking you again. I worked in state. I worked in local. Oh, so now it's about the states. Okay. This was what's interesting here. You talked about the states. I saw it here where you said, uh, you said something in here. First of all, where you said that um, you mentioned. Uh, the Democratic Party shift towards identity politics. So uh, are you saying the Republican Party doesn't do identity politics? This is what I'm saying. What I'm saying here, and, like, I, I respect everyone can have their own opinion. No, I'm asking you a question. No, yeah, no, I'm saying the issue that overall right now with the Democratic Party, with the identity party, identity politics, has gone too far. The Republican like, Party doesn't do identity it's politics? More about someone's gender identity. Does the, does the Republican Party do identity politics? They do not. They don't? Not what? They don't? Let me ask you this question. What's the Southern strategy? This is the thing. What I'm saying... I'm asking you a question. Will, I'm, I'm what is the Southern strategy? My, What's the Southern strategy, Will? Are you going to let me answer the question? What's the Southern strategy? If you sit there and if my son is learning about someone's gender identity instead of STEM, that is a major issue. Will, 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 see, he, see, this is, again, Will, the Southern strategy was literally a strategy implemented by the Republican Party to target white voters and not black folks. That's identity politics. Will, are you also aware? Are you, are, are you, are, but Will, but Will, 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 the, Will, see, no, no, Will, because see, Will. Let's talk about Eisenhower. No, no, Will, I'm telling, no, I'm going to tell you about last year. The Republican Party, the Republican Party, consistently targets white evangelicals, identity politics. They consistently target white men, identity politics. Let me ask this. You, you were in politics, right? What's a soccer mom? Well, I'm sitting here... Will, what's a soccer mom? Soccer mom, middle-aged white lady. Okay, is that identity politics? That is, but... What, what's a NASCAR dad? Are you, so like you just... Will, I'm asking you a question. What's a NASCAR dad? You know how you begin that? What's a NASCAR dad, Will? A NASCAR dad is just 
was just a it's just a southern middle-aged man similar to Osaka. No, nope, that's where you're wrong. A NASCAR day, a NASCAR day, NASCAR. Will, Will, I'ma tell you as somebody who's actually been the NASCAR races. A NASCAR dad is considered a conservative white male. So no, no. So when you say Democrats identity politics, what what I'm explaining to you, I'm explaining to you, Will, that all of politics is identity politics. All of politics actually no, separates not. people in groups. You literally in all with our country. That's the issue over all of our country. Oh my God. This it's is the, okay, no, that's the issue with our country. Will let me ask you a question. You said the weaponization of race and gender identity for partisan political purposes does a significant disservice to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy as a detriment to us all. Let me ask you this question. If Dr. King was involved, was alive today, and if you looked at his agenda, which party aligns with Dr. King's agenda of fighting militarism, racism, and poverty? Which one, Republicans or Democrats? Uh, well, this is the thing. If you're going to answer it like that, Let's go. You the one brought Dr. King. I didn't. Yeah. You brought Dr. King. You said Dr. Martin Luther King's legacy. Let me answer. When the Democratic Party sits there overall, and when they say that, and they just place a label on you, and instead of going after your vote, and they just sit there and they just treat you as a box that you're going, that you're expected to vote for them, and then that's the issue overall. You're sitting here. Will. Will. Democrats. Will. You said. The weaponization of race and gender identity for partisan political purposes does a significant disservice to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy. I'm asking you, if we are having a conversation, because you invoked Dr. King, I didn't. If we are having a conversation about Dr. King's legacy, one of the most fundamental things he fought for, he fought for folks who were in poverty. He fought against the military-industrial complex. He fought against racism. I'm asking you this question. Do, Will, I'm going to ask you this question. Does the Republican Party on the local, the county, the state, and the federal level, does the Republican Party's agenda align with Dr. King more than Democratic Party? Yes, it does. You out your damn mind. Will, write that. Will, you a flat-out... How? Answer. This is the thing. Look overall. Myself, I served overseas. I'm against what's the war right now in Kiev. We are sending people overseas underneath the Democrats. Really? Really? Who who is supporting? Who who wants the federal budget to almost be $900 billion for the military? Who's advocating for that? There's this guy. His name is Joe Biden. Oh, he is? Yes. Are Republicans doing that? This is the thing. We have to stop. Are Republicans doing that? Did you serve overseas, Roland? Who? Who? First of all, Roland? I haven't served anywhere. But I'm a taxpayer. But guess what? I'm a taxpayer, and I get to speak on this. Let me ask you this question. In the last budget battle, Will, Will, in the last budget battle, Will, Will, in the last budget battle, who wanted to cut benefits to women and children for food? Which party? Which party wanted to cut VA benefits? You're a part. Do you want me to pull up vote vets where the Republican Party consistently voted against veterans? VA and Tricare benefits. It's a, it's a, see again, though. See again. You, you haven't answered the question. Who wanted to cut, who wanted to cut benefits to women and children? Which party? Which party wanted to cut Tricare? See, here we go. So, 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 if you had to, if you had to measure, if, if Dr. King's agenda was being held up,
and poverty was number one, absolutely the Republican Party would not align with Dr. King. If you're talking about Dr. King's agenda, and we're talking, you are supporting a party that refuses to even acknowledge that systemic racism exists. Will, so let me ask you a question. Party do, you Will, do you believe, I'm gonna ask you, do you believe that systemic racism exists? You as a number Will, do you believe that systemic racism exists? Yes, I do. Really? So, you, uh, so are you are you gonna tell Mike Pence that? Are you gonna tell Donald Trump that? Are you gonna tell Are you gonna tell Mike Johnson that? Are you gonna tell a leader? Are you gonna tell Tim Scott that? Are you gonna tell any of them that? Yes, and that's the thing. We have to begin to open the conversation. <laughs> uh, here's what I find that's interesting. Again, I, I've, I've asked you for specific policies. I've asked you for specific policies on Dr. King's agenda. You can't actually name any of them. The fact that we can have a conversation. They can't. They, they literally, all they do is send out King quotes and they vote against King's work. All the Democrats do is just say, give me your vote, and then you just go back to, to your... Oh, really? Yes. I, I'm, it's really interesting here, because I, I saw in here where you talked about you said Democrats want to take people's hard-earned wages and funnel them to an ever-expanding government. Let me ask you this question. Uh, of all the... Uh, of when it comes to the states in America, so you're talking about states, what are the states that get the most money from the federal government? Blue or red? You want to know what they are? Blue, because they're larger. That's a lie. No, it's not. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Will, 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 I'm going to give you one more shot. Will, Will, I'm going to give you one more shot. Will, listen slowly to the question, Will, because right now, you about to look like a damn fool. Will, listen. Will, which states in the United States receive more money back from the federal government than the money they put in? Red or blue? This is the thing over... Answer the question, Will. No, I'm Red or blue? I want to make sure I answer your question correctly. I'm, so I'm going to ask you a question. Are you talking about based on census or are you talking about based on congressional appropriation? I'm talking about based on money. That's nice, but I'm asking you a question. So, like, you know, you want to say... No, 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 no. I'm talking about money. If you... Which states, which states in America get more money back from the federal government in subsidies than they put in red or blue? Republican states because it's an equal representation. Okay. No, Republican states because they broke as hell. No, they're not. They're not. You know why they're broke as hell? Because this is the thing. Like, okay, you want to talk? Wait a minute, I'm, I'm confused here. So red states are red states are great, but they broke. So what? That's Democrats' fault. It's not Democrats' fault, you know. What so I mean? if red states are so wonderful, if red states are so amazing, why red states so broke? So let's look at the state of Texas. You want to look? You're, hold, up, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! I'm asking you. I said red states. States is plural. If red states are so great, why why is Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama? Arkansas, Tennessee, South Carolina, West Virginia. Why are they so broke? If, hold up. If red state policies are so amazing and wonderful, why are red states the brokest? You know why? Why? Can, can I answer this question? Are you going to Go ahead. Okay. So I know you're going to interrupt me, so I'm just going to try to begin. No, no, no. Go ahead, because I can't wait to hear this answer. So overall, when you draw more, when you produce more money in 
this is the thing. Let's just look at California, for example. You see the amount of money that is being sucked out of the individual's paychecks and going into the government. And guess where it's going? Mississippi. But guess where the money's going? The money that's being sucked out of California and sucked out of Illinois and sucked out of New York State. We all have to work for guess where the money is going? It's going to red states. That we all have to do underneath the big Democrat. Will is going to red states. Blue working for the Democratic. Blue states are funding red states. Democratic drones. Where's your government? It's amazing. Where's your government contract rolling? You got your government contract. I can't even. I I can't. I'm laughing. I mean, what's amazing? We can only. We can only have a government. What is so laughable? What is so laughable? What is so laughable that you don't even realize. That, that your own argument works against you. What is, if, you if, if red states are so amazing... just have a government contract. If red states are so amazing, why are they the brokest states? Why are they the sickest states? Why are... Why, why do red states sit at the bottom of education stats, of health stats? Please, by all means, tell me. Keep your government contract. We do not want over-government... Is hilarious. Let me. I, I'm gonna do this it's here. Really hilarious. No, no. It, 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 it's hilarious because it's hilarious because when a person holds up red states as this utopia, but they have the worst health stats, they have the worst education stats, they actually have the worst economic stats. Your own argument works against you, and you don't even realize it. You are so out to lunch. Let me ask you. You don't even realize it. Let me ask you a question. You just want everyone to have a government contract? Nope. You just want us all just to sit there? You no, no, no. Businesses just to run on government contracts? Here's what I know. Here's what I know. Socialist government. Here's what I know. The federal government... So everyone here's what I know. The federal government gives billions in subsidies to... Ah, 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 ah. Allow me to finish. The federal government gives billions in subsidies to fossil fuel companies. I don't hear you complain about that. The federal government gives billions in subsidies to Elon Musk. I don't want to hear... It is amazing how we love to tout the government giving subsidies to big business, but when we talk about to workers, then we're like, oh, no, we can't have any of that. So let me do this here. Let me do this here. I'm going to go to a quick break. I got two panelists who would love to ask you uh, some questions. Uh, and so, but do me a favor, in the break, go look at Will, go look up, hop on, and see who are the oh, brokest... Your contracts, who are, who are, <coughs> you can go look up, Will, who are the brokest, the sickest, and the worst education states in America and a mighty red. Red is my logo. We'll be right back on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. On the next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, how big a role does fear play in your life? Your relationship to it and how to deal with it can be the difference between living a healthy life, a balanced life, or a miserable one. Whenever the power of fear comes along, you need to put yourself in that holding pattern and breathe, examine, find out if there's something that your survival instinct requires you to either fight or take flight. Facing your fears and making them work for you instead of against you. That's all next on A Balanced Life on Black Star Network. I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, and on the next Get Wealthy, what do the ultra-wealthy know that most of us don't? Well, the truth is that there is financial exclusion, and unfortunately, 
far too many black folks haven't had access to this knowledge. And that's exactly what we're gonna talk about on our next Get Wealthy with Melinda Hightower, a banker who's doing something to share exactly what you need to do to make it into the high net worth status. They weren't just saving just to save, they were saving for a purpose. That's right here on Get Wealthy with me, America's Wealth Coach, only on Black Star Network. Hey, what's up? It's Sammy Roman. Hey, it's John Murray, the executive producer of the new Sherry Shepard Talk Show. It's me, Sherry Shepard, and you know what you're watching, Roland Martin Unfiltered. Welcome back to Roland Martin on the Filter and the Black Star Network. Here's one of the things that I've consistently made perfectly clear. Never in my life have I ever self-identified as a Democrat or Republican. You know what I do? I do research. I study. I ask some basic fundamental questions of myself. And that is, when I look at policies, which policies do I believe uh, have a better impact on African Americans and others? When I look at, right now in America, who is supporting a living wage? It ain't Republicans. When I look at what happened in the last Congress after 10 black people were gunned down in Buffalo in a supermarket, and that was a bill that was advanced uh, when it came to calling out uh, white, white supremacists in this country, Republicans voted against it except one. What I do understand is when the last Congress wanted to root out uh, the evils of white supremacists and racists in law enforcement and the military, Guess who voted for it? Democrats. Guess who voted against it? Republicans, except for one. Those are on-the-record facts. And what I also know is that when I look at folks who talk about Democrats and defund the police, guess who wants to defund the FBI because they're prosecuting January 6th people? Republicans. Guess who wants to defund the, F the police when it comes to January 6th? Republicans. Guess who wants to defund the ATF? Republicans. So it's amazing when I hear people talk about, ooh, defund the police is bad. Oh, except when you're Republican and you're trying to stand up for white domestic terrorists who try to overthrow the country on January 6th. Law Victoria Burke, uh, you get the first question for Will Pierce. <clears throat> hey, Will, how are you? <laughs> Good, how are you doing? Um, so, uh, you know, I actually in covering Congress and, and working in Congress. Uh, uh, you know, what I find with Republicans in the last, um, I would say, maybe about 10 years or so is that they really don't talk about policy anymore. And certainly in the Trump era, they don't really talk about policy anymore. We just saw this week uh, Republicans in the House doing a, a showpiece, really, an impeachment of President Biden. I mean, that, those are the types of things that they do. And I just want to wonder, I, I, I'm really actually curious why you think the Republicans are so much better when you don't see the types of policies that you say you care about, which, of course, are the ones that are practical policies. I would think that poverty would be one, high housing costs would be one. I don't see Republicans talking about that. I see you talking about it, but I don't see Republicans in Congress talking about those types of things. So. I'm at a loss as to why, what is so attractive to you about this modern Republican Party? This is not the Republican Party of, of Ronald Reagan. It's not the Republican Party of even George W. Bush. It's the Republican Party of Donald Trump. And so what is attractive about that exactly? Lord, my thing is just overall, 
both parties, on a Democratic and Republican side, they're not attractive overall. We have to sit here and we have to rebuild the parties overall. If you look, though, at the policies of the Democratic Party, it's they've just gone way too far, in my opinion. You used to be able to have in the Democratic Party sections, you know, like the Blue Dogs, Progressives, this, that, the other thing. It's now just a belief of it's either you have to be 100% with us or you're against us. If you look at the Republicans, though, they do have some segments, you know, they do have a large Trump's contingency, you know, I do agree with that. But you do have other segments and you have other groups and you do have the party trying to like rebuild itself, rebrand itself after the Trump work. No, you don't. Democratic side, it's not going on. No, you don't. You literally, you literally have a party that's either standing with Trump or your DOA. Right now, right now, you have you have Republicans that have won purple districts that Biden won who are like, yeah, you know, we're going to vote for the impeachment inquiry, but we don't know we're going to vote for impeachment because they got Trump shouting that out there. What you just said is just nonsense. If you actually had to compare the two parties, the fundamental, the, some, some will say, and I believe it's actually a blessing but it also occurs when you're trying to get to the past, the Democratic Party is actually a much more broader party, a much more bigger tent than Republicans. Republicans are either right or far right. You do not have any liberal Republicans. You have very few moderate Republicans. On the Democratic side, you've got center-right Democrats, you've got, uh, got center-left progressives, far-left liberals, and you've got socialists. You do not have that level of diversity on the Republican Party, not even close. Look what happened with Joe Manchin. Right there, if you're saying that, like, you know, this is the case, look at Joe Manchin. He was like, you know, like, your moderate Democrat, as you said. No, he wasn't. But you need, you, you need to leave the party as well. No, 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 no. Joe Manchin's not running because he's scared to lose. He is scared. Joe Manchin is leaving. No, Joe Manchin is retiring for the same reason Jeff he's Flake retired. President. You and I both know that. He's running for president. Dude, no, first of all, oh, Joe, Man Joe Manchin ain't running for president because all of his business dealings are gonna come public if he runs for president. Joe, <laughs> Joe Manchin, hey, Will, let's be real clear here, Will. Will, Joe Manchin ain't running for senator. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Because he's going to get his ass kicked by Governor Jim Justice. No. And the same reason why Republican Jeff Flake chose not to run, the same reason why Republican Bob Corker chose not to run in Tennessee because they did not want to lose to a MAGA Republican. Greg, go with your question. Thank you, Roland. Uh, Brother Pierce, uh, all the policy differences have been laid out to anybody listening with discerning ear. And I have to congratulate you on fully embracing the Republican Party uh, approach now, gaslighting, just simply saying what you want. But uh, you you mentioned that you're a populist. Did I hear that right? Yes. Okay. I'm just going to ask a couple of very quick lightning round questions, if you don't mind. Do you believe that all citizens in the United States of America should have the right to and exercise the right to vote? Yes. Do you believe that uh, people should, uh, that, that birthright citizenship should continue to exist and not be revoked? Yes. Do you believe in organized labor? No. Okay, why not? I don't believe in organized labor because it's just gotten too large and it doesn't re, you know, just represent the everyday man. It, instead, they just have to sit there and they just, it's just like it, not a boss for them overall. If you look at I like a, myself, I used to be a union member. It's just gotten too large. And instead of working, looking I for see. the little man, they're looking for the organization overall. I see. Well, all right, then we can just, we can stick to uh, voter, uh, voting rights and birthright citizenships. You do know that you, your, the policies you just embraced are in direct contradiction or contravention to the current Republican Party ideology. No, no, no. Well, you shake your head. I'll just let me not get no, into no, that. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. We can agree to disagree, man. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's no agreement to disagreement. One's back and one isn't. But that's fine. People can listen no, 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 and, and no, do their no, own work. No, if, 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 that's fine. Yeah, but yeah. but let me ask you. I, I just want to get finally to this: the question of populism. Can white nationalists be populists? <laughs> white nationalists, I, I don't care about them personally. What I I'm sorry. Uh, well, okay. All right. Well, no, 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 no. no I'm no, asking like, you, you know, very like you simple. Here, like, no, like you ask me a question, I'm, I'm giving my honest opinion. I could care less about white nationalists because they're just in their corner. Well, well, in, in that case, then I think we've reached some agreement because white nationalists could care less about you, brother. Did yeah. you say you were an immigrant? No, I didn't say I was an immigrant. No. Okay, you're not an immigrant, right? No. Uh, do you know here. the percentage of? I see, but well, do you know the percentage of immigrants in the state of Texas? I don't know that off the top of my head. It's about seven. It's about it's about seventeen percent. Uh, in fact, if you look at any research, what you'll see is the immigration in this country has uh, been decreasing, and in fact, it's at the lowest level since the 1930s. And that, in fact, the ratio of senior to working age folk in this country is hella out of whack. By 2050, they're saying probably about those 65 and over uh, is going to double by 2050. Uh, also, that uh, immigrants to this country, and that would include those who are undocumented, contribute, roughly speaking, about $460 billion to state, federal, and local taxes. Uh, you would have to agree that the white nationalists in the Republican Party, which is why I call the Republican Party the White Nationalist Party, are anti-immigrant, wouldn't you say? No, I'm not saying that they're anti-immigrant. I'm saying that they're anti-illegal immigrants. You should do it the right way. 
I see. Uh, and the right way there. Well, all right, fine. What about path to citizenship? Pathway to citizenship. It's white right, nationalists so and the. We have and the, revamp that all, all the way, and we have to allow more. You no, know, I understand revamping. I'm saying, what is the current right, right. policy of the Republican Party toward uh, pathways to citizenship? No, I'm saying this is the thing that the Republican Party and, and the whole entire country, we, we have to redo that so we can allow people to come here okay. the right way. That's what I'm saying. No problem. I, I, we don't have any arguments. I think anybody with discerning ears can see what this is. Finally, I'll end with this. Does a woman have the right to make medical decisions over uh, her body up to and including the right to terminate a pregnancy? Yes or no? She cannot do that, no, because that's a, that's a life right there. Okay. Thank you. I'm done, Roman. Will, let me ask you this question. You support the death penalty? No, I don't support the death penalty. Uh, other question. When you talk about, um, do you, do, are you in support of Donald Trump return to the White House? No, I'm not. You're not. So, no. if Donald Trump, so, uh, if Donald Trump and Joe Biden are the two choices next year, who are you voting for? I'm going to stay out of that race, and I'm going to make sure that we can rebuild a party in the nation going forward. Gotcha. So I take it in so Texas, in Texas, in Texas, you're supporting uh, for you're supporting Ted Cruz. I'm saying I'm looking at that race right now. Lauren, go ahead. How are you, Will, calling yourself a conservative or or whatever you're calling yourself? Are you calling yourself a conservative? No, you're putting the labor on me. I'm a populist who happens to be a Republican. Yeah, okay. So you're actually advocating, you actually believe that people do not have the individual right to decide what happens to their own body. Because that is another life you're killing right there. Right. So let's say in the case of, so do you're doing this without exceptions or with exceptions? Rape no, and I incest? No, I for rape, rape and incest, but I believe personally, you know, I believe, you know, everyone's belief, you know, I respect that, but I believe personally, like, just according to the, to the Bible and everything, you, you, you don't, do not have the right... Oh, yeah, so the Bible! Tell me, tell me, I... what business, what business is it of yours if two people get pregnant? No, it's pregnant? not my business, but, I, but you know what, it, but it is not their business to kill someone else. Yeah, okay. Well, why is that the government's business, what people do medically and what, what they decide individually? That, of course, the government, by the way, you know, the party that you love so much killed the child tax credit. They're not for that. But yet, you want to get into the business of people's private decisions about whether or not to have children. Well, this is the thing, my thing overall. When you do... So you're just going to have all these unborn children so that's going to be, you know, that's... Who's going to take care of them? If the mom is sitting here and saying that I can... Like, um, well, I'm sorry, I... You just said, who's going to take care of them? Yes. You mean like in Mississippi, where they're the ones that filed the Dobbs case, and then no. it was... Oh, not one second. And it was announced that... It was announced that there was going to be 5,000 additional children born in Mississippi, but Mississippi had no way of caring for them. So, again... Do, so, I'm curious. Do you support Medicaid expansion? Can I go? Can we go back to abortion? If you're just going to interrupt? No, no, no. Yeah, I, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm asking the Medicaid expanded because it's actually tied to abortion. But go ahead. And also, I want, I want something on guns. I want your views on guns. Do you, do you believe in gun control at all? I believe in some gun control myself. I served in the military. I believe that if you take guns away, especially from the African American community, look what my, look what my. So, so okay. what gun control yeah, do you support? What, what, what gun control do you support? <laughs> So, so you care about life, and then, and then all of a sudden, when it's guns, it's unlimited. So we care about life no, no, when it's no, no, interfering. No, no, no. But this with... is the thing. I'm sorry. If someone's going to come inside my house and they're going to violate the Castle Doctrine, I have a right to defend myself. Oh, unless you're the police. Say again. Let me. Well, it's very, it's very, it's very basic. I want to ask you the, the big, the big ticket questions. Uh, do you believe in separation of church and state? Yes, I do. 
Okay, so that just contradicts uh, your theological reading of a woman's right to choose. Uh, well, do you believe? And like you can, like I'm saying, no. This is the thing: separation of church and state is defined as a state official church. I'm not saying that, like you know, like if you as a I'm sorry, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Say it again. I, I, I mean, I missed that. Separation, separation of church and state is defined as what? Yeah, if we go to the separation of church and states, looking back to it and the constant, like um, how it was written overall, it's that yeah, the, the establishment, the, the establishment clause. Can you quote the establishment clause, sir? Uh, go ahead. Like, if you're going to do it, like, no, but I want, I'm saying— No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're the one raising it. You said the Constitution, so I'm assuming you know what the Establishment Clause says. I do know what the so, Establishment Clause uh, is, but okay. here, I'm answering your question overall, and I'm saying if you're going to sit see. there, and uh, if you want to be a person, you can you can have your personal beliefs, and if they're religious, that's great. That is what this country is for. But you know what? No, you should not bring your religion into—you should not have no official state religion. <sighs> So therefore, so therefore, you cannot determine what another person does with their body when it comes to a woman making a medical decision by your own definition. You no, can't impose a theological no, reason. No, what I'm saying is that you know what we are, we're a populist country and we're a representative government. If there's whoa, a wait a minute, hold on, wait, a populist country? What does that mean? Yeah. A populist country overall is that the belief that we represent the middleman. Actually, man. the United States of America is a republic, meaning that, I mean, the Electoral College directly contradicts the idea. I'm assuming by populism, you mean that every individual has equal rights to every other individual. Exactly. I'm talking about equal rights. And, and, and sorry, so, 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 the, you, so, so the, simple, the, the simple existence of the, of the Electoral College contradicts what you just said, because you do know that the majority of people who participate in federal elections in this country vote Democratic. Right, because that's where the populace is overall. Like, if you look at the cities, like okay, oh, so, uh, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so the po okay, brother. So, so the populace are the Democratic Party, but right, you're mad because the more them not in the Republican Party. Right. Watch out, Rosen. Watch out now. You're getting a lot of states in the middle there. You're just looking at California, and you're looking at New York, and you're forgetting a lot of flyers. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Greg didn't mention two states. He said the no. majority... Greg said the majority of the voters... He said the majority of the voters in America... Uh, hold on. I, 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 I'm quoting here. He said the majority of the voters in America vote Democratic. You said because we're populist, which yeah. means that Look, if we're populist... Where the electoral votes are. But... We're no, no, no. Their electoral votes in Idaho, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Mississippi, Arkansas, Tennessee. We could go on. Let me ask you this question. Do you support Medicaid expansion? No. You don't? You realize that 70 percent of Republicans... That's not populist? No, I don't support Medicaid expansion personally because I believe it's just the government getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, so 70 uh, percent of Republicans in Mississippi... Support Medicaid Ooh. expansion. Yeah, I'm, that's nice. I personally just don't agree with them. Everyone can have their belief. But you, are, but you're a populist. But you're a populist. No, but I believe I'm a populist who believe in small government. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, but, but, but more people government. believe. More, more people. Small <laughs> government. But you want to interfere with people's uh, uh, choice with regard to one of the most you personal things babies, that somebody okay. could, which is, which is the decision, the decision to have murder. children. You want the government involved. In the decision to have children, you want the government Come involved on. in that. Abortion is Come murder, on. and anything else in that. Wait a, so wait, wait a minute. Murder, <laughs> abortion's murder, but I don't want any gun control. I did not care about murder. I did not say that. No, no. Rewind the tape, and you can listen. I did not say I did not want any. All right. So what? What? All right. What? What, what gun control you want? I believe that we should have tighter laws overall for felons. I believe as well that, like, in, in addition, what we should do is that we should do more stringent background checks. One thing I, I disagree with... Wait, wait, hold up. I, oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. You say you believe in more extensive background checks. 
Your party disagrees with that. I do right. not have to be in lockstep with my party. Okay, you you all you also said you're a populist. Go to my iPad. Uh, go to my iPad. Uh, this is for the latest poll. More in USC unions strengthening and want it that way. Sixty-seven percent, two-thirds of Americans approve of labor unions. That's not populist. That's not because the unions are getting too big. Look at like AFT. Look at look at SEIU. You have these. Unions oh, oh, oh. So you, you don't. Have these unions so where you have nurses oh, being told you have to listen to the union. Oh, so you don't mind? First of all, um, first of all, you're wrong on that because the Supreme Court uh, ruled in that particular case well, as it related to dues. After this, I can give all you right. perfect examples in Chicago and in New York of African-American women who are in unions and being told they have to work. We, we can talk after this if you want, man. So, first of all, uh, first of all, first of all, uh, but you've got trade, you got trade unions out there. A lot of them union workers in Ohio were supporting Donald Trump uh, against, against your choices of Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. So, what I'm trying to understand, so when you say you populist, Okay. Right. What five issues are you a populist on? Right. That's a good question. Or are you just gonna sit in and trump me wrong like you? No, 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 no. no number one. What's the what's num, give me five populist issues uh, that <laughs> are you that you support? Number one. You know what? This is the this is the issue overall. You're just sitting. I'm here. asking you to name. Hold up, Will. <laughs> you said. <laughs> you, I, you said, Will. You said I am a populist. If somebody said Roland. What are the five things that Biden Harris has done that impact and that positively impact African Americans that you agree with? Boom, I can name them. If they said, if they said, what are five? If they said, what are five things? If they said, what are five things you disagree with? I can name them. This is just a talking head for the Democrats. Will, I'm asking you again. Name me the top five populist issues for you. Okay, yeah. Uh, if, can I do it without interrupting? I told you to name them. Okay, yeah. So you don't want filibustering. I was getting ready to answer, but hey, you were just interrupting. No, you were filibustering. Go one. School choice. That's a populist issue. Yes, it is. And the reason I view that as a populist issue overall, if me, if me myself and my wife, we want to sit here, we want to decide what we want for our children and what school they want to go to, we should be able to do that and not have government getting involved. Got it. Number two. Number two, gun control. Okay. Wait, what's, how's that populist? <laughs> it's a populist issue because if you look at the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, it is enshrined in that, and that overall, I believe that someone should have the right to defend themselves, but there should be some control overall just to ensure that, like, we do not have endless murders like we're having right Number now. Number three. Number three, I believe in that the economic development, that, like, we should be able to have less government intervention... That's not a populist issue. Yes, it is. It's a populist issue. Hold yeah. on, you said economic... And less government intervention. So yes. what you're saying is deregulation? Deregulation, yes. That's not a populist issue. Yes, it is. N no, actually, it's not. So you're telling me what a populist issue is. Deregulation is a big populist issue you, overall. Yeah, he kind of is telling me. All right, number four. Yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, <laughs> number four. Okay. No, I was I was actually talking to this to um number four. You said something. I'm sorry. I number four. Can you hear me? Number four. Number four. I was talking to the other gentleman that was talking earlier, but like, hey, if you like, um, whatever. Like, this is the thing overall. You just sit here and you. Number four. 
No, like, this is the thing. Dude, I asked for five. <laughs> if you're a populist, you should have five issues. You've only named three. And Don't one of the... And, and wait a minute. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Two of the three you name, two of the three you name, Republicans don't even agree with. Okay. Right. Yes. Okay. Right. So you're saying that no Dem no Democrats, no Republicans can have different issues. No, this I'm asking you this question. You're saying everyone has. I'm asking. I'm asking you to simply name me two more. Will. Will. Can you name me two? Will. Are you telling me you only have three populist issues? I'm saying those are my three most important issues. Okay, so number one is school choice. Yes. Okay, number two is gun control. Yes. Number three is economic development, what you call slash deregulation. Yes, and the reason why that number three, like, I can see you guys looking like that, but when I opened my business, <laughs> there was so much... Okay, you guys are just going to laugh. At, uh, like, yes, I know, no. We're, no, we're, 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 we're laughing. No, we're, we're, no, no, we're laughing because... No, no, Will, we're laughing because you call yourself a populist, but you're against Medicaid expansion, highly popular. You're against unions, Highly popular. You're against a woman's right to choose. Highly popular. But then you go, oh, school choices. Highly popular. Guns. Highly popular. And then, as a populist, you're advocating that uh, you're that you left the Democratic Party for the Republican Party, who ain't populist. No, what I'm saying oh. overall, and if you bother to read... You love that word overall. Read the op-ed. Oh, you love that oh. word overall. Oh, I, oh, Will, I read oh, your op-ed. Thank you for proving my point, Roland. I read your op-ed, and your op-ed is full of a whole bunch of fluff, and it ain't, ain't much meat. It's just gonna be a machine. You guys are just machines. Nope. You just sit there, and you even sit there and say you have to agree with the party 100%. No, I didn't. Not no, I didn't. Nobody said that. No, nobody, not one person nobody, said nobody that, Will. Said that. Will, nope. Will, Will, first of all, Will, 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 here's where you just lied. Here's where you just lied. I literally, Will, you just lied. I literally said, I literally said, I literally said, Will, I literally said, I am the founder. I am the founder of School Choice is the Black Choice. I have debated numerous progressives and Democrats nationally. Will, not all you're doing is just running your mouth making up stuff, Will. You just sit there. No, because this is the thing. You cannot even sit here and embrace the fact that there are black Republicans that that, that you can have... Oh, hold on. Brother, brother Will, can I ask you a quick question? Just a quick question. Hey, Will, 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 you actually said I don't understand black Republicans. I can... Will, can you pick up this phone right now and call the last several black Republican cabinet members? Yes, I can. Well, guess what? I can, too. I yes, can pick I can. up this phone and call Republicans, and I guarantee you right now, if the Republican Party had a black Republican event, hell, more of them would know me before they know your ass. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> I guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that. You can call them. Hey, hey, we can do it any day. Will, 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 what's your... Uh, what's your uh, your stance on organized police labor, also known as police unions, pro or con? I disagree with that 100%. So you're against police unions? Yes. Okay, very good. Uh, very good. That's good to know. Are you a uh, support so of words, the George uh, Floyd Justice and Policing Act? 
I believe overall what happened with George Floyd is terrible. No, that's not what I asked you. I didn't ask about George Floyd's death. I will. I didn't ask about George Floyd's death. I agree with the Republican Party with what happened with George Floyd completely. And I. Oh no! So 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 you dis so you support the fact that Democrats in the House passed the George Floyd Justice Policing Act, and you disagree that Republicans were against it in the House and the Senate. And yes, because you can have disagreement with your parties, unlike in a Democratic. Okay, party. got it. So, okay. I'm, so, so, so you want? So, let's be real clear here. So, you want black people to support the Republican Party because that's really what you because you said you left, but you are I'm against. Not, I'm not saying that everyone has to do what I'm saying. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, no. no. I just want to be. Will I just want to be clear here? Word to my mouth. Will I want to be clear here? Because you said in your headline, you said uh, I advised Bernie and raised funds for Biden. Now I'm joining the Republican Party. So. You will. You want black people, who are pro-choice, who believe, who uh, believe in Medicaid expansion, who believe in unions, who believe in gun control. You get one check mark there. Uh, black people who believe in African Americans getting more government contracts. African-Americans... Uh, one, one second, one second, one second. So, so you want black people who believe in those things that are largely opposed by Republicans to vote for Republicans. Uh, everyone is their own person, and that's why I left the Democratic Party. That out of black people can do what they want to do. I'm just saying, like, Ro, I'm not Ro, saying that Ro, every, every Ro, black person has. Greg, to. go ahead and close this out, Greg. Ro, no, 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 no. Anyway, Roland and Lauren, it sounds like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, brother. It sounds like you're more a libertarian than a populist. Uh, would you say a politician like Ron Paul might appeal to you? No. Why not? Because you sound kind of all over the map like him. Doesn't sound like you're really a Republican, frankly. No, like straight up, this is the way I look at it. Right now, there's no Republican out there that like I idolize or anything like that. What I'm saying is the right. issue with the Democratic Party overall, that's why I left. I've, I see. I've, so I've, you're really not. You're really so. So really, you're really not talking about joining the Republican Party as much as you've got a problem with the duopoly. You think both parties are in trouble. Exactly. Okay. I see. My final question is this: Are your pay contributed to Tucker Carlson's publication? Yes, I am. Okay. Very good. So, in other words, uh, this does help the working class if the working class is just you. Correct. No, I'm not doing it. For, this is the thing. I'm not doing this for money. I left. I, if, and I can oh, okay. You okay. So, so why don't you give the money back to Tucker then? I'll give it back. You know what? And I'll screenshot it and I'll send it to you. Oh, well, damn. Okay, very good. Appreciate you. So, so, do you agree with Tucker Carlson's position on the Great Replacement Theory? No. Uh oh. Uh, no. Do you do, do do you agree with Tucker Carlson and the Republican Party's attacks? On DEI. This is a thing. I do not agree 100%. And this is an issue we. No, I just asked the question. I do not agree with DEI. It, it, it's terrible for black people. It sets us back. Do you agree with affirmative action? I do not agree with that. It sets us back. Hmm. Okay. So. Oh, well, you damn sure couldn't write to Tucker Carlson because if you don't think that column in his paper was an act of affirmative action, brother, you don't understand what no, Tucker Carlson I do not agree with affirmative action whatsoever. I do not agree with DEI. It sets the, after, it sets the black people back many, many years. Do you? Uh, uh, wait a minute. Aren't you affirmative action when you write for Tucker Carlson? You think he picked you out of a hat? He picked you because you're black. Lord. And you're saying a certain <laughs> thing. thing. No, he wants somebody black here. You're a DEI. You're a DEI example. 
You're no a DEI <laughs> No, because you he know what? He did not know I was black until he got on a call. They did not know I was black until I was on a call. Oh, you think so? You think that you just you just came out of nowhere? They picked you to they say the very pick, thing. They did not they pick wanted. me. I picked them. I had other publications I could go to, ma'am. Oh, so will you said you were black? So will blackness? So will do do you agree with the banning of books? People and be like, you have to do this because I'm black. I do not do that. No. Will so I will do you? My race. I do not sit there and like say like I'm black. You must do this. No. So will do you support for Moms for Liberty and the other people who are lying about critical race theory? I, could you repeat that one? I'm sorry. Do you support Moms for Liberty and the other people lying about critical race theory? I don't. I don't believe critical race theory. Like it's just a terrible idea overall. Like, do you even know like, what it is? Huh? Do you even know what it is? Yes, I do. I just like. What is it? Race it's... I couldn't hear you. Can you repeat yourself, man? What is it? Critical race theory is just teaching about the idea that like you just hold like race higher. Like this is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You have to, like, sit here and pee, pee, treat people different overall. That's Greg, is that correct? <laughs> no, no. In fact, it's the exact opposite. Critical race theory. Oh, no. Had a very... Okay, then, hey. Okay. Hey, hey Will, 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 let me ask you a question. Will, where's critical race... Where's critical race theory is taught? It's it's not taught anywhere. It's just, like, a whole entire made-up thing, pretty much. It's not taught anywhere? No, like, this Bro, is the thing. Like, everyone, everyone, every Democrat wants to sit here and say, oh, critical race theory, you know, like, Republicans say it. I don't believe in that. Okay, all right. So, Will, are you aware that we have a professor at a university on here who also teaches law school classes. Greg, where is critical race theory taught? Well, in January 2024, it's going to be taught at Howard Law School, and I'm the professor. 
And it shouldn't. And, shouldn't, and this is the thing. It shouldn't be taught. I just don't why? Know. Why should it be taught, Will? Well, 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 yeah. No, like, are we just going to yeah. keep having this conversation? No, Will, I'm asking no, you a cool. question because you can't even define it. So you, first of all, you said, no, no hold up. First of all, you said it's, you said it's not being taught. Will, 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 you said it's not being taught. It's a made-up thing when I've actually met the woman who is the co-creator of the thing. Her name is Kimberly Crenshaw. So how, so Will, don't, Will, I'm just going to give you, Will, I'm going to give you one piece of advice. No, you shouldn't be teaching about that, no. Will, but you're saying it shouldn't be taught when you don't even know what it is. I do, well, this is the thing. Why are we teaching that? Well, you, you're I saying it shouldn't that. be no, 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 taught. No, no, no. Oh, you, you can't even answer the question, man. My Actually, I can. I'm, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because you said, quote, it's a made-up thing. It's not yes, being it's taught weird. anywhere. It's in someone's head, yeah. <laughs> Greg, Greg, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, listen, man. All I would say is, brother, you know, at the end of the day, we can, as you said, on things that there's a real difference of opinion, we can agree to disagree. At moments tonight, it seems that you would like to impose your will on the majority of people in this country. And in that respect, you very much sound like a Republican. Uh, in other moments, you seem to want to defend very fiercely our individual rights. In that respect, you probably don't sound like a Republican. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, the fact that you published this uh, piece uh, in a journal of, uh, in a publication of a self-avowed American nationalist at a minimum, and as Roland said, when you're dealing with great replacement theory, a white nationalist, it seems to me that regardless of your opinions, which, you know, can vary as all of ours vary, you seem to be... Uh, playing a very useful role for some people who would prefer if all four of us didn't exist. Certainly not in I the United States. And for that, well, I mean, you can agree or disagree. No, I disagree or you can with look that one Well, I mean, you, you can disagree, and I, I'm not going to argue with you because there's knowledge by fact, there's knowledge by opinion, and then there's knowledge by reason, um, uh, there's knowledge by faith. You can't argue people's faith. What people believe is what they believe. Some people believe George Washington is the father of America. That's fine. You can't really argue opinion. Some people are of the opinion that Donald J. Trump is somehow qualified to be any form of electoral politician, and that's fine. But you can't argue knowledge by fact, brother. And the simple fact of the matter is that when you march through the streets of Charlottesville, Virginia, saying Jews will not replace us and run over people in traffic, including white women like Heather Heyer, when you uh, say that uh, Mexicans are rapists and they're bringing drugs and crime. When you say that black people are somehow less intelligent than other human beings, you are a racist, brother. And in electoral politics and the duopoly you mentioned, which we all have problems with, the Republican Party has become not only the home of the white nationalists in this country in electoral politics, they have worked very hard to suppress the type of populism you say you believe in. So the ultimately, party has suppressed uh, so much as well. You, you have to say that. Okay. Well, well listen, listen. I, well, I, well, well. That's why I left. I don't. Again, again, again. It seems the that we are kind of reaching a. The Democratic Party is just like, just. Well, it's it, it, it seems we one hundred percent, and that's the unacceptable it's, thing. It see, it seems that we have reached a moment when you say you've left the Republican Party, you've 
seem to fairly clearly establish that you're not really in the Republican Party either. And so then the question becomes— You can disagree with your party. Oh, I see. Well, at the, at, at, the, at, the, at the end of the day, I think that— If you're in North Korea, at the end of the day, if, we, if you have to agree one of your party and you cannot disagree with them, then we're in North Korea, then we're just a communist or a socialist state at that point. Well, I, okay. I, I, well, I must say here, I, I do get a kick out of uh, reading you saying uh, how the elites indulge in the luxury of private jets and utilize taxpayer funds for personal gain. Uh, I, I, I take it you're talking about Clarence Thomas right there and all them luxury jet rides with I'm the rich billionaires, huh? And I'm talking about John Kerry going around the country. Oh, oh, so, so you're not talking about Clarence Thomas? World, I'm sorry, and saying that we have to do carbon emissions while he flies his property. Oh, so, so you, don't, you don't mind those billionaire Republicans flying uh, and giving free trips to Clarence Thomas? I have an issue with that, but hey, do you, ha do, you, do you enjoy John Kerry flying around the country and saying, hey, you have to cut back, but I can fly on my private jet? No, I actually believe that you can make the same statement and not fly. So, so you are against the rich billionaire Republicans, the elites, in their luxury jets and luxury yachts, basically buying off conservative Supreme Court justices? I am against people like John Kerry. No, I'm asking you a question. No, I'm asking a specific question. Well, as I say, hey, Will, I'm asking you. Uh, Will, I already got your. Uh, Will, I already got your answer on John Kerry. Yeah. Yes, I'm yes, asking yes, you a specific I, I, question. question. Are you against the rich billionaires? Are you against the rich billionaires flying conservative Supreme Court justices on their luxury jets, giving them free stays on their luxury yachts? You're populist, yes or no? No, I'm against that, and I'm against John Kerry. Oh, okay. I just, I just want to make sure. I just want to get you on record. Well, 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 who's more, who's more powerful, a Supreme Court justice or John Kerry? I'm saying you you should not sit there as an elite and say, do as I say, not as I do. Do you guys agree with that? Or do you believe that, like, the elites should just tell us what to do? Yes. So who, who are you defining as elites? No. Elites? Okay, I'm going to say it. John Kerry. Are you for John Kerry? No, no, no. Okay, that's, John Kerry's one elite. Who else? You want me to name endless elites? Pete Buttigieg, the yeah. Secretary of Transportation. Who else? Telling us AOC. Who Pete else? Oh, just this keep is great. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, yeah, keep going, brother, because whatever's not burnt up yet, you're who burning who, it up. Who else? Go ahead. The Clintons. <laughs> okay, Clintons. keep going. Keep going. Hunter, Bi Hunter Biden is one, too, right? All of these people... No, 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 no. No, keep going. Who else? Who else? Name me more elites. Who else? Obama's sitting here. Who else? Obama. Who else? Obama. Okay, who else? You're just sitting it like, no, but you... But this is... No, 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 Will. Who else, Will? Answer my question. Will, who else? George Soros. George Soros gotta be. Hey, Will. 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 Is Donald Trump an elite? Yes, he is. Nikki Haley an elite? No. She's not? No, look at her husband who served in the military. Oh, oh, so if your husband is in the military, you're not an elite. No, you gave me an example. I'm saying no to her. Oh, isn't she on the board of directors of Boeing? Yeah, that's nice. Ooh. But did you know that they were that they were poor for one one moment and that like you know they were going that they Oh, 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 so because I'm sorry, because they because I'm sorry, because she was governor and she was getting a government check that's poor. But I, but, but, but I thought you want to make government small. 
no, 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 no. You're saying that there's no, you're saying that there's no elite soccer. No, no, no. I, I just think it's funny no, that no, you no, only no, name. That no I, 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 I think it's funny that nobody said that. I think it's funny that you criticize elites and you only name Democratic elites and you didn't name any Republican elites. More elites. I can name more elites on the Republican side. You want me to name elites on the Republican? You have a name one. Okay, Koch brothers. So you against them? Sure. Yes, I am. Hmm. Okay, but hey, Roland, you need to name. No, 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 no. Hold on, keep naming. <laughs> no, 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 keep naming. You said I. You said I can name Republican elites. First of all, first of all, hold up. Let me help you out. Let me help you out. One of the Koch brothers is dead, so it's only one. So it's only one. So I mean, so it's only one Koch brother who's still alive. So when you say Koch brothers, sorry, he been dead by three, four years. I'm sorry. Okay, you know what? So are there any other Republican elites? You want, okay, so you name three Democratic elites that you're against them. Shit, that ain't, one. shit, that ain't hard. Nancy Pelosi, hold up. Dude, I'm telling you, shit, this ain't hard at all. Nancy no. Pelosi's elite, Republican billionaire, excuse me, Democratic no, no, billionaire, Democrat, oh, excuse Democrat, me, excuse me, I need you to be quiet and listen. Nancy Pelosi's a Democrat, elite. Yep. Democratic donor Bill Ackman, who's trying to take down a Harvard president, elite. Okay, what else you want? See, I ain't run from it like you. I'm not running from it. No. What I'm saying is they're both on both sides. You just proved <laughs> my point. Oh, but 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 you <laughs> want uh, but but you want us. This is my final comment. But you, Will Pierce, you want us. So uh, uh, I gotta ask this: You in Texas? So you support Greg Abbott? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yep. Huh? You support Dan Patrick? No. Oh, you support Dan Patrick? No. You support the because Texas Republican Party? You people in your party. And the Republican Party... Do you support the Texas Republican Party? I, I put the whole entire party? No, I support people inside of the Texas Republican Party. Uh-huh. So He's you, not a Republican. He's not a Republican. Okay. All right. Hey, hey, so get... Hey, hey, Will, hey, Will, Will, this is real simple. Your party 100%. Will, this is real simple. Good luck with that Republican check, if you get it. Um, Good luck yeah. with your communist, socialist, democratic party where you have to agree with everybody. Oh, there we go. There we well, go. Well, again, 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 and, and Will, 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 good luck trying to get a job on Tucker Carlson's new network. Uh, but, 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 Will, but Will, do me a favor. Do me a favor. You really gonna have to go beyond three points. Will, 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 you're gonna have to go beyond three points on populism if you actually, because right now, not Will, 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 I'm just, Will, I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you some advice. Right now, Will, you are not deeper than mustard on a hot dog. All right, Will Pierce, thanks a bunch. Uh, hold up, hold up, Will. Will, which city in Texas you in? Which city you in? None of your business. Oh, you scared? Oh, it's all secret. None of your business if you're going to be like that. All so, so you ain't got to tell nobody. You can tell women what to do with their bodies, but you can't tell nobody where you at because it's none of our business. Okay. Hey, hey, Will, 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 it's all right. Will. It's all right. Go get your government contract. Hey, Will, Will, it's okay. Hey, Will, it's okay. Will, I used to be the City Hall reporter at the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, so, I, so Will, I, Will, I might see you in Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. All right. Go get your government contract. All right, Will. Will, Will, you go get your Republican grifting contract. Have a great one. Thanks a lot. All right, y'all. That was, uh, that was, it's, it's always, uh, I'm gonna close out with Greg and Lauren. It, it, it's always fun 
when you get to ask people questions and they literally can't even defend their own little arguments. Uh, and so, and Greg was right. He's more libertarian than Republican. But really, I just think what happened here, I think Will must be upset because he couldn't, he must have been looking for a job in the Biden administration and didn't nobody hire him. So he really more butt hurt about the Democrats than anything else. And so, and there you go. See, y'all, it's always something fun on this show. Uh, Lauren, Greg, I appreciate y'all being on today's show. Uh, thank you so very much. Uh, that was, uh, come on, y'all, pull them up. So that was, that, that was, uh, that was a little fun. Uh, it's always entertaining. Uh, it's always entertaining when you see mm -hmm. folk like Will and, and folk like that other boy uh, who was on the show. Uh, who, and then, of course, Philip from Indianapolis, who I think he's still in witness protection uh, after what happened. And so, again, and, and again, I'm real clear. I don't care if you, this is my thing. I know real black Republicans. See, Greg and Lauren, that's the thing that's so funny. What that brother don't even realize, the three of us, come on, y'all, pull the three up. The, <laughs> what, what kills me, the three of us know real, come on. The no. three of us know real black Republicans. Lauren, yeah. you know real black Republicans. Greg, you know real black Republicans. We know real black Republicans. So it's hilarious to sit here and listen to these guys who don't even realize that we've actually talked and sat down with and broke bread with real black Republicans who can tell you why they are Republican. Yeah, and the substance is there typically with real black Republicans. They have a lot more substance and uh, I don't care what he says. He's a DEI. He, he's a Candace Owens <laughs> wannabe DEI. Yeah candidate. That's that's what we just saw there because there's no depth. There's no policy depth. No. You can bring anybody in here. Eugene, Shermichael, black Republicans. They can talk right. policy, you know, right. all day long. And, I, uh, I mean, I can call Armstrong, Chris Metzler, my boy Michael Brown, mm -hmm. Alfonso yeah. Jackson. I can call... This is all I'm saying to all y'all newbies. All y'all newbies. Please go to black Republican school. Go sit down. <laughs> with the likes of Bob Brown. Go actually sit down uh, with Kay. Go sit down with Elroy Saylor or J.C. Watts, because we know all of them. And y'all need to go to school before you get schooled. Greg and Lauren, thanks a bunch, folks. Uh, please support us in what we do. Hope y'all found this to be as entertaining as I did. So you're checking money order to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash App, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered, PayPal, or Martin Unfiltered. Venmo's RM Unfiltered, Zell. Rolling at RolandSMartin.com. Rolling at RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. YouTube, folks, hit the like button, y'all. Why we got up a 1,000 likes? What y'all doing? Y'all sitting there messing around. So, uh, again, uh, folks, support us by joining our Bring the Funk fan club. Y'all know y'all don't get that much fun anywhere else but on this show. Download the Black Side Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Uh, come on, y'all. Easily hit that like button, y'all. We should have been over 1,000 likes. Uh, also, watch us on Amazon News, on Amazon Fire TV. Tell Alexa to play news from the Black Star Network. Also, uh, you can watch us on Plex TV, Amazon Freebie, and Amazon Prime Video. Be sure to get a copy of my book, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. All right, y'all. Uh, 
See you tomorrow. Holla! I'm real um, revolutionary right now. Uh, thank you for being the voice of Black America. All the momentum we have now, we have to keep this going. The video looks phenomenal. See, this difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. You can't be Black-owned media and be scared. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You dig? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.